Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Spawncast episode three, three, three. All threes. Got a, got a, got a fun show tonight because we have some video games to talk about. We got showcases that happened, controversies hitting, new accessories, shattered dreams around the Vita too. It's a lot, a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Let me go around here. Let's see. Starting on the left of my screen, we have Dreamcast guy. Hey, how's it going? Armored Join Core. Woo. Armored Core, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, the video for that, you were playing that, we'll discuss all about Armored Core. We have Josie. Josie's with us tonight. Oh, no. Hello. Uh, Hi. Okay, good. There, all right, there we go. All right, good. Did you figure out your internet? I did. It, it was weather conditioned, so it's supposed to be pretty good now. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah. How'd everything go over there, anyway? I'm fine. It was pretty crazy for a second, your, but we're good. Is your internet oh, okay, on good. satellite? Weather conditions. You know, I don't really know how it works, so I just kind of live here. No, it's not hot. That was the issue. I just live here. Okay. None of this matches. <laughs> we, have, we have OJ here holding up the pre-stream. Yeah, what's up? Good to be here. Good to have OJ with us. We got RGT. Howdy. And we got Jordan Fringe. Hello. Jordan Fringe. All right, good, good, good. Jordan's still fighting with Discord. Yep. Well, hopefully they'll, for they'll decide for next year they're ready to help you we'll see fighting fighting for for my life out here uh and then uh, we got evan and evan was playing uh playing a game he can talk about a game tonight this is exciting stuff yeah i mean i play games this a lot just not often that we all play them yeah yeah <laughs> well you, you play uh you play like the the multiplayer pc games this is like one that everyone's kind of played uh, or most people have played kind of kind of together. So this will be this will be interesting. It'll be good. It'll be good. I do want to give a shout out to John O, who is uh, executive producer tier over on the Spawncast Network. Check out the Spawncast Network. You can join up, get all kinds of cool content that, that's going up there. A lot of fun. Check that out, spawncastnetwork.com. Link down below. And uh, we, we also have the, the bonus show that we'll do for the Spawncast Network coming up with all the questions and everything that we're asked. So look out for that and we got direct xbox going up soon and I, I talked about a game that got some coverage today and now people are uh kind of losing it over unreal engine 5 but uh we'll, we'll get in we'll get into that one uh do we want to we can start with what everyone's been playing people like this segment coming back they like hearing about what we've been playing even if it's not like the newest game uh, actually i'm curious about okay what sean's been playing because he wrote Okay. Uh, Sean, no, read it. Read it. Read what it says. It's Super Mario Sunshine's birthday. I know. I'm very happy that you decided to acknowledge that. Mario, Mario Sunshine, Sunshine was released August 26th. Was it? It was. It was. I, I just, in the U.S. I didn't, I didn't know. Yeah, it is Mario Sunshine's birthday. So what I appreciate you, you acknowledging that? that. 2003? All right. 2002? 2003. 2003. It would have been 2002. 2002. Oh, 2002. Yep. August 26, okay. 2002. So I'm it is uh, quite old now. I'm trying to remember <laughs> what I was doing. 21 years old now. I don't I remember can what drink. I was doing. Yeah, I was there in, you go. I, I was in high school when it came out, and I was a I was a big Sunshine hater. I was a big Wind Waker hater too, because I was. Oh young. man, you were one of them on the forums. Yeah. Like yep. Smack yeah, well, Wind Waker. I wasn't on the forum, but I, I Wind Waker. Whenever I was like, leave Wind Waker alone. Yeah, I was like, do me. Oh, it's cartoon, cartoon Zelda. Oh, it's dumb. <laughs> Uh, to be everybody a lot of people did that though people so. were people were on me about that too it was me against like 50 people on that forum like now nah, this looks good they're like shut up nintendo nerd yeah <laughs> i'm like and we're then, on the ign's nintendo board why are you yelling at me and <laughs> Space then it came out ruined everything it came out and it was like oh snap it's actually really good yeah it was pretty good 
That was good. That was good. All right, Deshaun, what have you been playing then? Uh, no mercy. I respect it. There's okay. uh there's a bunch of um there's actually a new um mod coming out for it. It should be out this upcoming week. That looks really good. They've done some crazy shit. Like you have to download like a separate thing and like go into a hex editor to like make it sync up audio, but it has like commentary and stuff in no mercy. Um, it, it, it's, it's really wild stuff. Look at this guy. Okay. Proud PC gamer over here. <laughs> he is the emulation King. I am man. Ah, back to no mercy. Interesting. Okay. Okay. We're going to set you up with one of these new releases, Sean. I'm no, get you. We'll get none, you there. Then none of them are really interesting to me. <laughs> oh, all right. Let's, let's uh let's let's go to let's go to oj actually because you you wrote down dbz yes i'm playing a dbz game and it's attack of the saints playing replaying that good game on the the nintendo ds oh 3ds sorry but it's a ds game i found my 3ds and i was like let me play something on there i got the majora's mask one Mm -hmm. and i wanted to play dragon ball z i just wanted to play a good dragon ball z game because i played dragon ball the kakara and like it's it's okay it's not bad. Um, it's like that but, mid quality tier. I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. not bad. And an Attack of the Saints isn't like, oh my God, some like super triple A DBZ game, but it's really good. It's like, it's made by Monolith Soft. It's uh, a good RPG. Yeah, made, they made Xenoblade, obviously, Xenosaga, Xenogears, a lot of cool RPGs. And yeah, so playing. They made Attack up a lot Saints. of stories for that game because it, it basically just covers like the opening bit of Dragon Ball Z up to when. Vegeta Nappa and them arrive on Earth, right? So but they have to fill out an entire game with that. So they they're constantly up, <laughs> branching off the different stories they make up. They make up all sorts of stuff. Like just the beginning of the game, it's like you're going to some island to get like a crystal ball, right? Like Master Roshi's <laughs> sister's crystal ball. Like you have Krillin, Yamcha, and Tien all in your party right there at the beginning, you know? <laughs> so it's just like <laughs> so it's just kind of funny. But uh yeah, no, it's cool. It's it's a it's a cool game. So and I, I was gonna play um Armored Core, but it was not in stock like they shipped five copies throughout like the whole central california I, I will say so, i noticed this this game is, is is selling out physically a lot of places right now i know the ship like, they, they got none of like i know my friends that work at these like gamestop and like there was no copy ship central valley got no copies of this game each store got at least unless you pre-ordered there was like two copies two to three copies per gamestop there was barely anything and, uh, so special editions are only done through bandai namco's site and i think that didn't yeah. even go live until after the game launched so that was weird yeah so there's so it's selling out it's doing good because obviously like you know people are wanting to get the game but it's also they undershipped it like crazy though bandai namco definitely did not ship enough copies um of the game so i had to buy it from amazon so it's coming tomorrow i got one day prime so it's coming tomorrow so i'll play it tomorrow okay. i didn't play anything else yeah was, unfortunately pack of the saints is like 70 80 bucks so uh turn to the emulation king right there <laughs> yeah you got you covered <laughs> yeah emulation king but if you Sean's- can get there might be some like i guess there might be i saw it for cheaper but i don't know if it's like the i think there's some there's some repro cards i will tell yeah, you yeah, repro, okay, yeah yeah repro uh cards. and uh just, sean's got a, a stupid amount of mini pcs and it doesn't take much to emulate ds that's all i'm saying that's all i'm oh, saying no. ds is super easy <laughs> yeah so check it check out i guess check out sean's channel for all those mini pcs uh let's go let's go josie uh you have, you have a couple you have two things down here okay i'm interested in the first one yeah, I'm playing Ocarina of Time. I'm like finally getting for the first time. Well, 
I've dabbled since I was like 13, but I hated it as a kid. So I'm trying mm. to force myself to play it so that I can either take a hard stance and I don't like this or take a, or be like on the other side. Mm. Um, right now it's, it's, it's a lot better than I thought. Like when I was a kid, I used to despise it, but now it's not wow. quite as bad. And I got past, or I just finished the, where you get the bottle at the bottom of the lake. Okay. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm like five hours in, I think. You got a ways to go still. (laughs) Yeah. That's what everyone said. I thought it was like doing okay on pace, but I guess not. No, there's there's like a twist as you go through too that opens it up further. So yeah. I'll be curious to see what you think of Ocarina of of Time. Um, Yeah. We'll see. It'll be like a month long project probably because I need to. But yeah, no, it's been it's been a lot better than I thought. So it was sort of come around a little bit. More Smash Brothers? Yeah. Okay. It's just like every week kind of deal. It's what are you time. are you making content on it, Jesse? No, I just I play didn't... it with the homies. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I do want to touch on uh Immortals of Avium. I decided to pick it up and play it because I had a feeling that it it wasn't really gonna get much coverage otherwise and uh, i was yeah. i was not wrong because i how, did not see many people play this game how, how was it john uh you know what at first because I, I talked about it a bit on direct xbox that'll be up this week so it's it's a few days old technically from that so i had more time to play it and i did get some footage i sent it over to evan just like some snippets here and there of to, like going to show vid now or you want to yeah you can go and show it now if you want just go and drop like a couple minutes of it on there whatever all right and, let's see uh, if this breaks here we go all right if it ex- if it explodes, we'll be back. <laughs> um, but I I wasn't really sure what to expect with this because it's from Ascendant, and this is their first game that they've made. They formed in 2018, and they're from I know one person is from uh, EA, and they formed the studio in the sense of let's try to make something technically impressive. So they've been pushing Unreal Engine 5 this whole time talking about it. And uh, the first thing I noticed when I turned it on, because I played it on the Series X, is the game looks incredibly soft. It is like you can tell that they are operating at a like a low resolution to try to keep 60 frames to the point where it's very noticeable. And I had mentioned this on I think I was on I was on Kofi's podcast and I mentioned that this was last week and Digital Foundry came out today and said it was like 720p. I was like, yeah, I, Jeez. you can tell you can tell you can tell it is. And the upscaling technique they use is when you move, all the characters break apart, like on their edges and everything. So it's it, it's very noticeable. But the game itself is interesting in that it's kind of like a first-person shooter Call of Duty type thing where it's very fast-paced, but it's all magic-based. So you're not using guns or anything there. You have different elemental magic. Different enemies will kind of line up and take more damage from certain elements than others. And you do sort of have, as I've gone through further, you do have... I can't say it's exactly like Metroid Prime, but it has that adventure first person mentality to it. Not just a straight up Call of Duty first person shooter where you just go from set point to set point. There is actual platforming and like grappling. You got a grappling hook, for example, things like that. And a lot of puzzles that they throw in here as well. And they're they're desperately trying to build this big lore, this big world, this big universe. But it's it just has not like gripped me i think like they were hoping it would but there's like upgrades you can do for all your weapons they have full skill trees there's a gear system that i feel like i don't need to do too much with to be like i'm fine with the kind of the gear i've had for a while and it really hasn't held me back much i think the game is about eight hours in i think it's a 20 hour game so i'm getting close to being halfway done and it's fun i just 
I don't know if I would say go out and buy it absolutely for seventy dollars. It it might be a, a wait for sale kind of game, but it's it's definitely a unique experience. So I would might check and gameplay and stuff on it. So that's what I don't feel like this game came out like forever ago, like earlier this year. It 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 was gonna come out a month ago and then they pushed it back again. I think it's been delayed. I feel like it's been delayed twice. I think. So it's been talked about here and there, and you've—I think they've shown it in multiple showcases. So mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's that situation where you've seen it a lot, but it yeah. hadn't come out still, and it literally just came out this past week. Yeah. So yeah, they, were, they were showing it a lot. I remember it looks like it looks—it looks something that I'm cool, but my my issue with the first person—that's that, the only thing. Yeah, it's it, they try to hit sixty frames, and it is a fast-paced game, so you're moving your camera a yeah. lot. And you're yeah. dodging and you're jumping and you're teleporting and it, it, there's a lot of stuff happening at once. So it gets very hectic and uh, I, I, I can see how people might lose track of what's going on sometimes because they're also switching your magic constantly. And then you're the left hand controls your shield and then you have a thing that stuns and you grapple hook with it and it, you're constantly hitting buttons and firing all over the place. So it's uh, there's a lot going. It is fully single player. They didn't try to shoehorn in multiplayer, no microtransactions, nothing like that. So it is a, a straight point a to point b uh game but you can also go back to the old areas and explore and do other things but people in the chat wondering that is immortals of avium so i would keep an eye on that uh if you see it drop down in price i think it's a good 20 to 30 dollar game somewhere in there uh especially because there's so many games out right now or that are coming out so maybe a good does it have a cool though. story I, I feel like the story could be good. I mean, I need to get further in and beat the game to see because I feel like there is like a twist coming up. They've already tried to introduce a couple of them. But the idea is you are everyone can technically a lot of people control magic and there is a big end war going on between different factions. And one, of course, wants to take over the entire world. So they're going around basically taking the soul and breaking down each landmass or each continent. And uh, they're like, feel like they're unstoppable. You blast them and they just kind of walk through it. So you're basically going around trying to figure out how to beat them. And okay. a lot of that's done through different spells. And basically your character, it can control all forms of magic. So there's like three main ones. There's like green, blue, and red magic. And you're one of the tri-casters who can control all of them. Whereas usually you just control one. So it's like mini so. Avatar, the last airbender. Okay. <laughs> I guess kind of. Hey, if you're an avatar of it, there you go. <laughs> Hop on in. You might like it. <laughs> the lady um, from Suits is in it, right? I don't know if you guys I, know what I'm talking about. There's an actress. No? Okay, well, there's I an actress. They definitely, have, sure. they definitely have, uh, what, like, face models and everything. They, ha- they have that in there. Because I, I feel like I recognize the, the boss, basically, the, mm. the leader of the Immortals. I feel like I recognize her from somewhere. So I don't know if that's from Suits or what, but... Uh, yeah, they have act. They definitely have likenesses from actors and actresses in the game. Cool. But uh, I, I think it's an alright outing for them. But the problem is Unreal Engine Five. I don't know. Might maybe we need those pro models. <laughs> <It's>, uh, mm. <laughs> or we need to see more people use UE Five because it's uh, whew, is beating these systems up already. But we'll we'll see. Uh, let's see. Armored Core. Armored Core. Who played? I see a couple of people wrote down Armored Core. I see Max played it. Evan played it. Okay. What's the. I played it as well. I played three hours of it so far. I beat the first boss and got through all that. The, the first main boss, the Juggernaut, and got through all that. Oh. So what's, what's the. Oh, 
Okay. What's the? Oh yeah, yeah. Like, I have some thoughts on that, by the way. That's the wall the, boss. <laughs> yes, I have some thoughts oh, wait, on that. No. One. Oh yeah, no, no yeah, it's it's not it's not the first boss. That's not the first main. That's boss. That's a yeah. mini boss. That's okay, a mini. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So um, I beat the the juggernaut one. Yes. Which uh, that that was not a very good boss or mini boss. I will say that I, I did not like the way they put that together. But I enjoyed that one. I mean, it was kind of uh, easy. I I didn't like it because it it seemed that the way I ended up beating it was just kind of like cheesing the, the game <laughs> so i it didn't you found like the I, game mechanic yeah I, it I mean, did, no no i got glitched into it and i just sat in there I, I video of it i just sat in there and just swung my sword over and over again it couldn't hit me so i was oh, like yeah. oh all right it was like so, the third try i just it, it backed i was in the wall behind it backed into me i was in i was inside of it i'm like oh all right so i started swinging my sword and i just i just won it's like okay well there you go uh that's how i beat it <laughs> i mean i uh so i fully finished it uh it took me about 18 hours total to do it and uh man it is tough i'm a person i've i've played every armored core i haven't beat some of them here and there throughout the saga um this is the hardest one by far but it's also the most accessible uh the button mapping i think is better repair kits are quicker in general i mean it's just it's just more accessible but also man I, I'm super curious, John, when you get to the, the end of chapter one, uh, mm. I think 95% of people are not going to be able to even finish chapter one. I, I'm mm. actually seeing on Twitter, I see a lot of streamers and stuff hitting like the first main boss and spending four hours just trying him over and over again. Took but, me about uh, two and a half, yeah. Yeah, it took, it took me two hours to to kill him. And I'll be honest, I, I had to take a walk around the block at one point. I got him down to 1% and he killed me at the same time. And I was like, all right, I need to just take a moment. <laughs> so this is Evan's footage on screen now, yep. kind of showcasing Armored Core 6. But this is on PC. This is on PC. Yeah. How, how's that run on your PC anyway? It runs good. Uh, this was on the 3600, or the 3060 rather. Uh, it runs 30, okay, okay. without too much other stuff running on this computer. It runs on my oh. uh, the 20 series that I have in here pretty fine. So it's pretty good. Okay, yeah. yeah it seems pretty well optimized for PC. Like I, I, I see many people mention they're getting solid 60. Some people saying 120, no problem. Yeah, uh, I, that, I, so. I beat it on PC and uh, okay. I have a uh, 20 RTX 2080 Super, I think. And it looked hard locked at 60 the whole time. It looked fantastic. Yeah, so I, I need, I'm need. i going to basically get through Immortals of Avium first as I'm playing Armored Core 6 and then probably prioritize that before Starfield and all of this hits. Um, but I, it does feel like the most accessible one. You're right, because I remember on the even the PS3 technically the armor core five or four answer four it answer, was yeah. very technical like yep. to where it was kind of a turnoff i think for just about everyone this though they simplify the hud a little bit even the parts store is a little more simplified with the they still have the stats though at the bottom i feel like people are looking at like i, I guess that one's blue that one's red all right cool have you, <laughs> I feel like have you, have you pulled it. out the full stat lists because there's the no, uh, i didn't do any of that yet i know it's there though I, that I stuff tried, changes so. between everything there's just like yeah. hidden stats and special things they oh, will gosh. not show you I mean, that's part of the more of the competitive scene. I get it. That's where no, that's start part of the, the game. Like, there's yeah, no. there's bosses that have special abilities that some of the guns specifically have stats meant to fight. I mean, like yeah. when people start turning the controller backwards, I'm like, that's enough for me. <laughs> the uh, I think the biggest change they've made that I think uh, a lot of people aren't talking about, but it makes it a lot better. The older games, you could buy guns from the store, and when you sold them back, they'd give you like a fraction of the cost. So mm -hmm. sometimes you'd have to like 
some of the missions, you'd also end up replaying missions and replaying missions gave you less payout, but you'd have to repeat missions to get enough money to buy stuff. Now you get full money for the things you sell and you get full credit for beating a mission. So you can beat a, a hard mission over and over again to get a big payout to actually buy the different gear and experiment. Yeah, I farmed um, the Strider. Yeah. Yes, yeah. You yeah. you have to farm money quite a bit. I mean, this game is is so tough. I'm I see the concurrent numbers. It's like was it the fourth biggest Steam release of the year? Hundred kind of thousand concurrent players uh yeah. yesterday, actually. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. I I put up a review about it. I I fawned over it. My review's kind of blowing up, and I'm happy about that. Because honestly, I thought this game would be niche. I think it's just we're we're in the era of from software where even if it doesn't say souls on the cover. People are willing to buy it. Tell him, Sean. <laughs> nah, I'm good. Oh, Do wow. It. Sean's avoiding the, the fight. Okay, okay. All right, good, good. Sean's convinced that the only reason it's doing, well, not the only reason, but the one of the big reasons it's it's really being talked about or having the success is because it has the FromSoft name on it, specifically. Yeah, it, I, I agree, but I don't think that's a bad thing. I think it's that they have come out with so many good, Dark Souls 3 was very well received. Now we got Elden Ring. Uh, Sekiro was very well received. So I think it's just that people are like, all right, even if you don't understand it, buy it and try it. Yeah, I mean, that's part of the reason why the game is doing really good. It's FromSoft. FromSoft yeah, oh yeah. is, yeah. Th that's, people are going to buy the game because it's them. If this game was not FromSoft, maybe, maybe, maybe people won't buy it as much, but people trust FromSoft. So therefore it's going to get that, Okay, it's from Soft, so bye. And then it's and then it reviewed really well. So I mean, mm -hmm. so the reviews also. It's oh damn, it's 87, 88. Yeah, pick it up. You know? It it still has that feeling of armor core where everything is. It, it feels very heavy, like your your core does as you're going through. Uh, you can make them lighter, obviously, and choose all lighter parts, but then have less armor. It still feels like that more primitive Gundam style game. So. I, I do want to say it's not a bad thing too for people to buy the game because it's from Soft. That's 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 a good thing for FromSoft, right? Because then they don't have to be stuck to just making only souls. Yeah, they can yeah, make this, this is a very different game for them. Yeah, they can make they can make something else and people can be like, okay, let me try out this. So I actually like the fact that this is having success because maybe they'll try out something completely different from souls and from this. Like this is completely different. So I actually they, like the fact that, that this is having success and it's from soft, you know? Mm -hmm. they they released a they they were talking to their investors like a year ago and that's why we first learned about armor core they were saying yeah the next armor core is done and we're already working on the next game that is just much more magical so it sounds like the next game is kind of lord of the rings ish the way they said it made it sound like it's going to be like not soulsy at all uh so i think that hopefully armored core 6 makes people trust from software and, and whatever that next game is that isn't soulsy at all i'm super curious about so I, I realize we we end up playing a lot of these games throughout the week that we talk about. That's one of the reasons I have the video. We have the video up here now. We kind of got it last minute sort of together. But I'm thinking as we go along, we can try to set it up so that we have like video clips or just some game minutes of gameplay as we discuss games for you guys to make it easier. So you can we're trying to explain it. But that way you can also have uh, if you're watching or listening, you can obviously see the video on screen. So we'll, we'll work on that as we go along. Uh, but just something idea. else we were kind of adding as we as we were kind of pulling ideas from the the spawncast network stuff we're doing too so like direct xbox is going to have basically two hours almost it seems of immortals of avium gameplay <laughs> just because that was how long it ended up going so um but yeah that's that's armored core i'll play more of it as i go uh, it seems like everyone's pretty happy with it so armored core six is easily going to become the best selling i mean it's not even hard and it's uh it needs to sell like 300,000 copies and it's immediately yeah. selling one or something like that. It's it, yeah. the series has never hit like a million copies and this is going to do that very quickly. So, yeah. Very uh, niche. 
it's it's crazy to see it mainstream. It's interesting watching people kind of bounce off it. Honestly, I'm seeing a lot of people not understand it. Well, yeah, they'll come back to it as they go along. But it's uh, it's a it's a cool game. I mean, if you're curious about it, definitely check out some gameplay and some of the mechanics. Make sure it's something you would get into, and then go check it out. Uh, Jordan, yes, Jordan, what do you play this week? Uh, not a whole lot of anything. The Discord, <laughs> you play Discord. <laughs> I, I played. Uh, I played discord issues and then um you know i guess a little bit of Fortnite because the new season just started there you go okay hey though the new season who's the who are the characters are there different characters that added in or is it just like a different theme uh yeah so it's like a new theme and a new battle pass i'm trying to remember what the big collab is there's another star wars one with ahsoka coming in um Mm. why am i forgetting who's who else in the battle pass there was someone else i think uh but there's there's future collabs They're, they're really persona coding it but without doing a persona collab oh which is they're doing like the heist and stuff like that <laughs> yeah like even the poster oh, of it is is very much a persona 5 you know inspired look um which i don't know could hint for something that'd be cool i think a lot of people would like that but uh yeah that's really about it i've only had time for a little bit of that and that was last night when that happened okay good stuff good stuff let's Let's go to, we'll start with, you know, we're going to start with tonight. We'll start with Gamescom opening night live. We'll just, we'll go through this guy. This, first of all, I want to say Sean was like, yeah, I think I'm going to stream this. And uh, people can can join if they want. And I'm going to be honest, Sean, it's a good thing you didn't stream this. I feel like you would have been. I didn't even watch it. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I get that. Okay, <laughs> I watched it because I recorded the whole thing just for Newsway to make it easier on Evan. So <laughs> just upload the whole thing for him. But uh, this was like two hours, and I think there were uh, there was over thirty games that were shown, but I think only three of them, three of them were new. Yeah, the rest were just updates as we went along. I think OJ, you streamed it, right? Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> anyone who streamed this i'm watching this i'm like oh man yeah yeah i I streamed it i mean it's something's better than nothing right i guess i have all the uh, (laughs) i have all the uh the announcements here we can go through pretty quickly starfield live action trailer which they are ramping up marketing on starfield or max you're asking about finally yeah here here Ten, Seems, ten days from launch, yeah. push is happening. <laughs> there it goes. It was it was a good trailer though. Uh, they had a nice musical number, and then somebody got on stage and talked about GTA Six for some reason. That was interesting. Yeah, I don't. This is the second time in a row this has happened to Keeley, and I'm going to tell him now. Expect it to happen at the Game Awards in December. Yeah. So get really mean looking security guards around. And do uh, they have any security? Just isn't. They yes, did. Um, the, the The problem is that if somebody decides to go up on stage, they have to react. Unless the security is there waiting, it, it, you're going to get on stage depending on where you're sitting. It's just, it's going to happen. Not just you know, that, it's, but it's, it's hard to stop. But depending on things, if the security does like some aggressive stuff to prevent it and hurts the person, it could be on the security firm that did it sometimes. Not always, though. It depends on. I wonder about that because I feel like I watch an NFL game and somebody runs on the field and a player just crushes them like, it is, it is I, they just I think, annihilate them i think there's almost like if you get a ticket for something like that it's almost like a end user license agreement that's just like fuck around find out it'd be great I feel like yeah. if you go to like a a concert for example and you went up on stage that the security would probably do something similar to you i i, I feel like yeah. they make it look as not fun as possible to do it <laughs> like, i mean they should be fucking 
taser in these people. You don't know if a motherfucker got a that's yeah. That's what, what, if he's got a knife on him or something, like it, he could have died right there. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I don't, I don't get it, man. I don't you have get to it. basically assume the worst when that exactly kind of thing happens. Yeah, and uh, you know what's what I would I mean at this point what I suggest is what you see a lot of security do at live events. They just stand like at the bottom where like at the front row and they just look at the audience the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Where they're just facing the audience. Yeah. Like NFL yeah. games have that mm -hmm. as well, where they're just looking at, I think NBA after Malice in the Palace, NBA has some of that as well. Or That's Jeff, how what I would concerts do. are run too. Yeah. Or Jeff, what I would do is raise the stage up fairly high. So it's not, easy to get onto the stage just although a, that one i think just was a just platform really low. hanging from the no. ceiling <laughs> <laughs> i mean just a way to separate everything from the audience because that that was very the guy just stood up and he was there yeah he just well, he stood up out of his seat and he's immediately next to Keely. that was it in the last month that same guy had appeared on multiple shows it's some german guy and he'd rushed the stage at other like they were filming some german talk show and he rushed the stage there too it's just some weirdo it's just yeah. he should get fucking shot then yeah, whoa. <laughs> Some, I mean, Escalated. the security, the security I basically. That's a shot. You can shoot uh, someone in the leg or something. Yeah, they get okay. poison from the metal in their blood and die slowly. Like, yeah, uh, that, that's how uh, Sean Taylor, the football player, he got shot in the leg and he died. Dimebag Dime Daryl got fucking shot on stage. Like, you can't fuck around with people, man. Like, no, I, no. I mean, I, listen, listen, that it's when you start bringing guns into it, they might try to jack the gun from the person, you know, you never know what can happen. But I mean, yeah, I agree though. Something, they definitely need to do something to help out with the security though. It took, it, it did take a minute for the security to get there. The guy was like talking on the microphone about GTA six and Bill Clinton and stuff. So it's, uh, that's too long then for him to be up there. But uh, the show went on. I will give Jeff credit. He, uh, he, he transitioned from that very quickly. It was like, all right, get off the stage. Cause <laughs> that was it. I would have knocked that guy's ass out with that microphone. I would have definitely popped him. So that's I, I, Jeff was so chill about it. Like uh, he yeah. he just curled the mic away. Like I don't know what you don't get to yell into the mic. You're an asshole. And the security I guy definitely would have hit that guy. I would have hit that guy with every force should, I have. He should have an on-person cattle prod for that moment. Show. Yeah, I I feel like I would have pushed him. It's just anybody approaching me. I feel like I would instinctually just kind of like, hey, what the fuck, back off. Josie, I do have an award show. It's coming this December. Oh, God. Oh, shit. <laughs> and you might be Black Content Creator of the Year on his show, Josie. It'll be great. <laughs> what? Josie Nate, doesn't Nate's know about it. a couple times in a row, yeah. Bullshit. I do not. Josie does not know about the, 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 the award show that we do here. <laughs> She's going to find out. <laughs> She's going to find out. Uh, let's see. One of the new announcements was Little Nightmares 3. It's coming in 2024. We had Black Myth Wukong that had gameplay in a trailer. I I still feel like I need to actually play this game to make sure it's it's legit because it, it looks pretty good. But uh, I, one of those situations where it looks too good. I think it looks great, but a lot of uh, Dark Souls Twitter, Sekiro Twitter, is like very skeptical about it as well. People are saying mm. that it just doesn't. It looks like it lacks weight. It's like a, something about it feels like kind of floaty looking. Killing Floor Three, Evan, you saw this? Yeah, I saw it. Did you play Killing Floor 2? A little bit. Uh, fell out of it because the early stuff for it was kind of meh. Uh, they added a ton to it, though, over time, which made it really we, cool. 
we had a lot of fun playing the first killing first floor. one was great that was good that's because like when like during the christmas time they had santa be like the big bad zombie boss or big bad monster boss and you had to like basically kill santa i mean that was part of it but this the way the zombies spawned was also wild because if you didn't look in certain areas while you were playing mm -hmm. something would just like spawn behind you so when we were me and my friends were putting up the sealed doors and you just hear like the grinding noise behind you turn around and one of the meat grinders is just walking up behind one of yeah. your friends you're like ah oh, i'm not gonna be here That's when that time. happens i'm hoping i'm hoping killing uh, killing floor three is good no release date on it though just wish list on steam so we'll find out as we go that uh, killing floor two and all that i know is on consoles as well because i've seen it in the ps5 store a few times just kind of just kind of navigated past it and been curious age of empires 4 it's out now on xbox consoles game pass I mean, uh, Crimson Desert, that game looks like it's trying to do a lot. Like, there, there's so much happening. There's some Zelda in there. There's some Assassin's Creed in there, some Dragon's Dogma. Uh, that's another one that I'm like, I, I need to see if this game is a, actually a real thing. <laughs> yeah, that was my second favorite trailer of the whole show, just because that trailer went on. It, it hits like 20 different genres and yep. art styles. It's like, I don't even understand if it's supposed to be an MMO or single player. It's just looks well, like so big. Well, these were the guys behind Black Desert, right? I'm trying to yes. remember. Yeah. So, uh, yes. yeah. Mm -hmm. so I, that, that looks like, I mean, a massive project even for them. So we'll the move set looks awesome. They also have that yeah. weird modern day like Pokemon thing coming out later, right? Like, or am I misremembering? It's like I, a Black Desert sure. I just know they have Crimson Desert here coming up. You, you watch the trailer there too, Josie? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's cool. It was just there, like you guys said, there's a ton going on. So well, a lot happening. That's why I'm like, I I gotta see this when it when it actually comes out to make sure it's it's legit. Let's see, Payday Three. That's out next month. Yeah, Doak, actually Doak month, V. Oh, wait, exactly. Doak V. Doak V. Remember that? They oh, showed yeah. that trailer forever ago. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. Okay, yeah, that's the one where they had the musical number at uh at the Game Awards. That's right. Uh, payday three, Sean, you're on Payday three when that drops. Yeah, I'll play it. It's on Game Pass. Okay. I, it is on Game Pass. I already played quite a bit of it. It's it's really good. It's yeah, I play it. It's, it's we played it. Too. We played it in like the the little beta thing they had or alpha where they basically give you one heist to do over and over and over again, where you had to. Well, what what, what, what we bank. use to go through the the floor to the vault and all? I don't know. Yeah, Evan, you played a lot of Payday might... two as well. So are you yeah. you thinking about Payday three? I might in might try it out. I mean, the the best parts of Payday two is when you had a team that was worth their salt and was able to do Evan, actually stealth play. runs. You is there crossplay? Mad at the bank teller. Sean walked in and was actually trying to withdraw money while we snuck in the back. Is there <laughs> Rainbow Six levels of crossplay where I reinstall hundreds of gigs only to find out I can't play with any of you guys? No, no, it is actually crossplay because okay. it shows you the symbol when you boot it up. It's like, is this a PC player? Is this a PlayStation? Is this Xbox? So they seem to have that figured out. We can try some heists and watch Sean okay. fuck it up. <laughs> no, I was. John was the one fucking it up. Hey, I was sneaking around. I was taking keys off of. No, it was Nate. Nate got caught. Oh. Remember, we were like taking the keys and we were rolling and then Nate punched the guy in the face for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he said whoops after he like punched the dude square in the eyes. Uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage trailer that's coming out a little earlier than the last uh, that expected. It's October 5th, first week of October. Uh, Rebel Moon for some reason. Okay. Tekken, it's coming January 26th. It just missed this year, which is kind of a shame. I would have loved to have seen Tekken come out in November. And then we have a game award show that has a fighting game category with Street Fighter, Tekken, and Mortal Kombat. That would have been cool. That would have been interesting. Uh, oh, Josie, are you going to get Tekken? I will. Yeah. It looked oh, cool. Okay. Okay. Pretty cool. 
Uh, okay. I don't know how I feel about the single player like chibi people. That was a little strange, but oh, like the arcade kind of thing they have set up. Where yeah, like, it was uh, bizarre. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> they're, trying to, they're trying to make it feel like there's more of a, a single player, more of a carrot on the stick kind of pull to it, rather than just go through the arcade mode we've had forever and. Yeah, when I saw that, I thought they were like gonna let us play like Tekken one and two and three and all that like oh. from this game, but too high hopes, I guess. Yeah, hey, you never know. They could add it. You never know. Yeah. Call of Duty Modern Warfare three trailer. Uh, they're gonna try at more open ended levels. There are sixteen maps for multiplayer, and they're all from Call of Duty Modern Warfare two from t- two thousand nine. <laughs> that that gameplay trailer looked. I, I thought I actually thought the show overall was good, uh, but man, that that Call of Duty gameplay looked boring as hell. Just the slowest, sneakiest mission. I was falling asleep. They're gonna they're gonna attempt. It looks like anyway. They're gonna attempt the no Russian level again in this one. So I don't, that'll be interesting. I will be curious to see uh, how much Kotaku hates it. <laughs> uh, then we have Nightingale. I, Evan, do you know anything about this Nightingale game? Only a little bit. I mean, it looks, okay. uh, it's sort of like that co-op large world situation that randomly generates worlds. You're supposed to open gateways to go to Fey realms and stuff. It seems interesting, but I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to get into it. Early access February twenty second. Uh, OJ Grand Blue Fantasy Relink finally got the release date February first. Finally, it's been like five or six years. So I mean, it was cool to see it, but to be honest, I've been ready for the game for years now. So it didn't really do much for me because, like, dude, you guys have delayed this game for forever. Yeah, it's so passed it's, around uh, between developers and everything. So and they've been showing it a lot. So it's not like, oh my, oh my god, we finally saw some footage. They've been showing the game. Like, we've gotten footage. We've gotten so much footage. There's a whole big old demo of the game, a gameplay, and everything. Like we, so we've been seeing it. So I'm just ready. I'm just happy that it's finally coming. And it's good that it's coming to multiple platforms and not just doing PS5 or PS4 like it was supposed to. You know, be they got PC, they got PS4 and PS5, so that's gonna help it out because it's it's right next to Persona Three yeah, Reload. Day before, which yeah. is not that's not good. <laughs> that's not necessarily good for uh, an interesting for, spot for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very interesting. I mean, Grand Blue's incredibly popular for the, it's a mobile franchise for those who don't know, and they're finally mm-hmm. bringing it over to the console side. So it's incredibly popular. It should have some traction of people from mobile coming over, but. Oof, that's 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 rough being right now. And then we'll see where Final Fantasy is too. So we don't we don't know where that game is at either. So. Oh yeah, Mortals of Avium got its trailer. Then Zenla Zone Zero. That's from the Genshin <laughs> Impact team. Honkai Star Rail is hitting PS5 Q4 2023. Sonic Superstars October 17th. So it is three days before Mario <laughs> and Spider Man. And all. wow, it is in that week of just releases all over the place. It does have an online battle mode though there's something for online i guess i don't know it's uh jordan day one right the hard mute yeah that 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 online battle mode looked terrible (laughs) yeah it looked looked terrible but it might be it might be fun it it, it, it might be fun i'm I'm checking out superstars i'm gonna gonna, see how it goes i'm buying the game i'm definitely picking up the game for sure Man, it's gonna be a tough. It has a lot of stuff hitting that week. Wow. Okay. The and then, single player looks the the regular game looks mm-hmm. great for Sonic Superstars. Sonic Frontiers also is getting the Final Horizon update, store new story, new playable characters, challenges, and Super Sonic is later yeah. this year. Fort Solace is out now. All right, and Expeditions of Mud Runner game is twenty twenty four. Then the Crew Motor Fest that's September fourteenth. There's a free trial for the first five hours of the game. Sean will probably be going. 
trying that out, I'm sure. No. <laughs> Cyberpunk 2077 expansion trailer is, uh, of course, September 26th. It looks like I'm going to check out the expansion trailer. I, 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 I was all right with the Cyberpunk, the first game, even though there's a lot of stuff that, that didn't go how they were describing it in advertising. But I thought it was a, a above average game. So I will check out the expansion that has, once again, a lot of promises attached to it. So, dude, the new cop system, I think is the new cops, the new skill trees are what I'm most curious about, because those are definitely where the game lacked most. Mm -hmm. And they said on both those, they totally overhauled it. So I am definitely there day one. Stormgate. Got a trailer and last epoch. That's uh, September 7th. Marvel snap. It's available on steam. Interesting. I people are people jumping on that on steam. So, I did actually, I've seen some people excited oh. for it. I don't know. Okay. So, some people love the card games, especially cause it's free. Yeah. I don't Is it free game. on steam? I think so. Yeah, yeah it should be. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't play that game because the guy who promotes it. That's the only reason why I don't. Yeah, play it's very exciting. That, that's that guy's the reason why I don't. He's got play that. that he's game. got passion, man. He's, he's, he's I, don't, I don't. I'm not a fan of that guy. <laughs> so, somebody was walking through the halls and being like, "What game are you excited to see?" And that guy was actually walking between stuff, and he went, "Marvel Snap!" He just screamed it right. Away. Like, I know you're paying, but calm down. Hey, he reminds me of that. One, who's that one guy? I forgot that uh, flashback guy from E3 all those years ago. I forgot what his name is but he reminds me of that dude for anybody who remember i forgot what it was though we had another armor core 6 trailer warhaven play it for free september 21st mortal kombat 1 trailer that looked great good good okay sindel's in there raiden's in there general shall uh not shall con general shall <laughs> sean you didn't like how raiden looked i don't no i don't why what's what's wrong with raiden I think it looks weird. They'll probably well, have a skin like, in there for the older look, so it'll be fine. He's too hot. That's so do you problem. think, I mean, throughout the story, maybe he becomes like old Raiden. Probably that be not. Right for you? No. <laughs> I mean, Mortal Kombat 1 looks good, Sean. I mean, yeah, it does, but I could still not like the character model oh, or the, the character design. I like the story that they're, because they, they have Liu Kang and, and Raiden switching places, basically. Uh, where Raiden's kind of representing Earthrealm in, a, in, in the reboot fight. number two, Electric. Yeah, Boogaloo. yeah, but this actually—I mean, it, it looks interesting. <laughs> I, I don't. What else could they have done? If you get the end of Mortal Kombat 11, there's nothing. There's yeah, nothing yeah. Re keep rebooting. Just keep Mortal rebooting. Kombat one, two. That's like, the secret. Mortal yeah. Kombat's in a tight loop and it never changes. Yeah. Mortal Kombat Omega. Because Mortal Kombat Nine was also a reboot too, right? Yeah. It was. Yeah, yes. it was. Oh, I yeah. remember. Yeah, that was but also. That was a like. That was them rebooting, but also going through and telling the story we already basically knew uh, with some little twists in there, like Cyber Sub-Zero. In this case, though, this is like completely different. Like I have different variations of characters and they've set the storyline up differently. Ah, it could be, could be interesting to go through with. So you yeah. get a reboot. You get a reboot. <laughs> get a reboot. We'll see, we'll see how the story plays out. Maybe there are some fun twists in there. I don't know. The The game itself looks good. The, the X-rays look brutal the the one sindel did i'm sure had a lot of people like uh like tightening up <laughs> uh it, or a history untold 2024 diablo 4 season of blood i don't know if people are people still into that max or is that no. is diablo 4 like on its uh, so the player the current can the concurrent players are in the gutter. Everyone's quitting the game. But additionally, a lot of people are, are annoyed because they just released season one, which broke the game. And mm -hmm. now they're mm -hmm. saying, all right, we're going to totally fix it. 
in two months so the the right now because i i participate in the reddit a lot and a lot of the people are just being like so you have a gigantic button that says fix the game and you're telling us you're not going to press it for two months like why in the world would anybody play this so everybody is is mad because i i think that looks cool but i'm not going to wait two months for the game to be playable mm. Dustborn is early 2024. Thank goodness you're here. It's 2024. And then Alan Wake 2, that was the closeout. October 27th, of course, they showed us the new release date technically in the trailer. And it looks it looks really good. It does. Everything they showed looks uh looks like it has kind of that mystery horror vibe to it. And four, three, four days before Halloween. So it fits in perfectly. Gets out of the way of everything that's happening in October too. So I'm uh I'm interested. Looking forward to trying it out. But it's going to be on the heels of all this stuff coming out and then more stuff coming up. Like Star Ocean is out five days after that one drops. So, yeah, man, it's, it's rough. It's rough. There's a lot of stuff hidden. But uh, I'm sure Max, you'll be checking that one out in a review and, and I'll, be, yeah. I'll be playing it as I have time to. So. I'm so excited for Alan Wake 2, man. Oh, my God. That that was my game of the show. That trailer, especially it looks so meta. The fact that the actors who are playing the characters Sam Lake, the director of the game, is a detective that's searching for Alan Wake. I think this game is going to be super meta. I, I think Alan Wake is uh, is going to be like one of those games people are going to be really talking about. And that was opening night live for Gamescom. It was updates on a lot of games we already knew and about three or four new announcements. So I, I understand why there was a lot of like, eh, <laughs> there wasn't a lot of excitement necessarily coming out of that. So I, I understand what... Uh, where people are coming from but the event itself at gamescom seems to have done pretty well like people are getting a kick out of the different booths there, kind of getting together and discussing some games which we'll actually get into here in a minute with a, with a meeting that actually got a game onto the xbox but for the most part it was ho-hum i think for gamescom opening night live it's kind which, of in a tough position though isn't it because e3 well summer game fest where there are big announcements that's in june and then two months later you have this and then three or f three months later or so you have game awards where there are really big announcements and so this isn't like no man's land keely's told us you know like hey this is you know not gonna be anything right you know, so he, he didn't try to build it up like it once he didn't want to build anything up i'm like oh okay this this isn't this isn't probably gonna be like something you're gonna remember necessarily so but the updates we got were good we saw gameplay of several games and uh, just got longer looks at them so for what it was trying to do i think it was fine i personally i really enjoyed it i think going in uh, i don't know i think it was one of the better keely shows i feel like there's some that really dragged this one i think at least it was just updates but every update was a good update okay let me go over to some of the super chats here larvy says konami is back baby <laughs> see that's ah! <laughs> oh sorry konami is back baby like Say. that, right? Okay, thank you. There you go. <laughs> yeah, you got, you got, you you got ratio though, Sean. So. <laughs> but I'm still not wrong. He called no, me an idiot twice. I had to do something. No, you can't sit here and claim things that got obliterated. I wasn't wrong though. I you did not. It. it was not a definitive statement. It was ratio that bad to say you're not wrong. It was not wrong. It was a rightful oh ratio. You it's said fine. in your video that I that I asked you a question, and you're right. I was reading off of a thumbnail. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> I, you said someone on this podcast asked me a question. Is it was like a better? four to one ratio. It was like four, to one. <laughs> it was like four to five to one ratio, though, man. Uh, Sean got a bunch of impressions from it. <laughs> yeah, that was good. 
ZBet says Sony should have added SD card storage on the portal and store access to allow the device to act independently from the PS5. It's just a $200 controller. Fishfan says RGT, how's Gma? Any good eats this week? Update on Cosworth and who's right on the MGS Konami controversy? You or John? Your thoughts? I'm right as usual. Um, Grandma's good. She came over today. I actually saw her thursday um my uncle had a birthday celebration so we uh we were over there for that um yeah she's good a lot of pasta what's the word what's the word on cosworth can we hold this silence because this isn't awkward at all (laughs) i feel like he's I don't know if he's typing something up. <laughs> no, I'm feeling I'm, I, I I didn't hear your question. Sorry. I'll have to repeat it next time Up, a little bit louder. Update on Cosworth. Uh, you cut out. I'm sorry. I, I said. Uh, did you get that? Yeah, uh, life is good. Thanks for asking. <laughs> This is from Cristobal who says, I'm a fan of Robotech Macross. I enjoyed games like Zone of the Enders and Virtual on Armor Core 6, maybe the best mech game to date. Any thoughts? That's good. Yeah. When it comes to mech games, it's definitely, I don't know. I, I think it's, it actually has that weight. Somebody earlier said it, it has that, that weight and heaviness. When you win, you feel like you're freaking won. Okay. And this is from. Jalen says, who asks, how was the taco date, RGT85? Oh, I didn't go. What? Oh, you were going to you were gonna meet the wrestler. Yeah, I was going to meet Tito. His prices were a little high, honestly. Prices for to meet him? For the picture and autograph, yeah, I thought it was a little too high. Oh, interesting. Huh, okay. Yeah. See, he, he wouldn't just take currency and tacos? Wow, because I, he's a Hispanic man, he's supposed to take currency and tacos. I see. No, you, because John. I, I, take, you, John. I would take currency and tacos. Because you said Hispanic. you were going to show up and, and give him as many tacos as he requested, because it's at a taco festival where he tried uh-huh. tacos. Uh-huh. Taco he said, I will give him however many tacos he wants as long as I can get my picture and autograph. Well, it would have been way. Too, it would have been like way too many tacos. Oh, well. Zbat says, "Hey, John, what percentage does your network take from your YouTube?" Uh, I don't. I don't know what it is now. They've they've been lowering it over time. I, I get an exact figure, but I think it's like I think it's like four or five percent now. Callan Shaw says AC six. It's so easy, and then I'm stuck on a boss for hours. Maybe I can beat this one before the episode is over. Limited time says just retired at thirty eight. Need recommendations for my time. Hookers. Wow. Reti- <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Hooker, yeah. Just do a little bit of the cocaine. I think it meant for games. Sit on, oh. sit, on, sit on your couch, turn the lights out, and have some dark thoughts. Just just oh. retired at 38. Wow. That's pretty impressive, actually. I, <laughs> that's that's uh, you got a lot of time in front of you. Right. Then. I, only, I know one doing, dude who... Not if you're doing drugs and hanging out with her. Right, yeah. not going to have and, a lot of time I mean, in hey, front Starfield's of you. coming up. Sounds like you're going to get a lot of time out of Starfield. <laughs> I suggest, I suggest going to the gym, getting like shredded and yeah. ripped. Yeah, get well, yoked. If I had nothing else ball. to do, yeah, if I had nothing else to do, that's all I do. I just freaking go to the gym, work out all day, then come home and play video games. That's all I would do. Yeah, same. 
Pierce says, fact, any Sonic game blows Spyro out of the water any day of the week. Well, I came back at the right time. Jordan. (laughs) Welcome back, Jordan. Listen, you're factually wrong. I hate you, and I never want to see your face here again. That's what I have to say about that. Zvet says, welcome back, Evan, Creamcast guy, and Mr. Fringe. I love Creamcast guy. It's a good one. This one's from X Trash Lost to King Nintendo. As here to defend Sonic after the slander I heard last week. Also, Parasite Eve's uh, North America 25th anniversary is next month. How are y'all celebrating, Sean? They specifically want to know the the, the celebration details for Sean. Apparently, um, I guess I'll uh, play the game again because oh. there's nothing new to experience with it. Fired up. Yeah. T. Joe says Apple makes its own AirPods, and while you don't get full functionality on devices that a- that Apple's, at least they let you use them on other devices. Child says, "What's up? What's up?" Bonus. <laughs> hey, holes. Hey, Spawn. What's the difference between Remote Play and Xbox One Pass? Love you guys. Love your stream. Pauls. Uh, Xbox One Pass. They have. You can do Remote Play on the Xbox as well, if that's what you're referring to. Uh, but I've I've used that from a uh, computer before. But remote play, you just connect with your phone or a tablet, or in this case, the portal, and it uses your PlayStation as the main processing unit. And it just does inputs through your Wi-Fi. Richard says PlayStation Portal will be a hit. Not even a doubt. Okay. Uh, well, <laughs> we can we can talk about the PlayStation Portal now, actually, since <laughs> people seem very interested in that. PlayStation Portal, which we already knew about this, the PlayStation Project Q, we already knew about it. And it was going to be coming out this year. So we were, I mean, we were running out of time for details on this. And actually that uh, we're running out of detail or time for the PlayStation 5 revision provided that is still coming out this year. But PlayStation Portal is the name. Pricing's at $199.9. Works through remote play, through Wi-Fi for the PS5. Wireless audio headphones are locked up. PlayStation Link, which is a uh, proprietary wireless connection, specifically designed for audio, it seems like. So, and they have... I believe the two devices they showed off alongside of it with PlayStation Link, so earbuds and the Elite PlayStation headphones, so 150 or $200 for those. And uh, for, it is the first remote play device to have all the DualSense features, so the uh, the triggers on the back, the haptic feedback, targets 1080p 60 frames, no cloud streaming though at this time. And uh, this, this was an interesting thing that exploded online, just the conversation around it. Probably because of the proprietary connection with the wireless, which is... I don't know why there's no Bluetooth. That is a weird. Decision. It's so anti-consumer. Yeah, I you said it. Oh, I you saw, said it. Uh, I, well, it, it, I mean, even jo- Josie says that. I saw Marquis Brownlee make a short on it and mentioned Apple wouldn't do something. I'm like, ooh, Apple. <laughs> Apple wouldn't do that. Sony did. That's rough. Uh, he's very in tune with Apple, obviously. But the fact that, yeah, Apple, who's viewed as uh, pretty anti-consumer at times with their pricing. Even they're like, well, we can't do that with our wireless connection for audio. <laughs> ah, that, that's, is there that's... a headphone jack? There's not, right? There, there, there is. There is. There is. Mm-hmm. 3.5 uh, millimeter headphone jack. Yeah, yeah. So that is at least there. But I know nowadays a lot of people just have wireless earbuds or headphones around now. And it's like, well, I'd like to use these. Like some people I'm sure have. Like they just bought uh, Odyssey. Odyssey. Odyssey or whatever and their headphones are like a thousand some odd dollars imagine if you had those and they're like oh you can't use these <laughs> that would be uh that would be rough and the PlayStation portal Sean has a video that says stupid on the front uh, I, I did a video saying <laughs> it, video. I said I did a video saying it looks interesting and I'm gonna buy it but I don't know how much people are gonna use it like 
I don't know. Like I, I'm super obsessed with my Steam Deck right now. I'm playing it even during the podcast. I just put a bunch of emulators on it, and like the fact that the Steam Deck is every Steam game and every retro game, and it docks and works. I don't know. It, it's weird. I, I, I think I'm super interested to play the Portal, but the fact that it has no standalone functionality at all feels like a mistake. Yeah, it relies heavily on your PlayStation why, or PS5. <laughs> I don't understand why anybody would be hyping this up. Since when are we about streaming and always online? Stockholm Syndrome. We, we, we've always <laughs> talked about. No, I'm just. Let me just keep it a buck here. We've always yeah. talked about no streaming, no always online. It should always be an option. Now people are hyping it up and saying that they want to buy it and play it. This is ridiculous. It's because it's PlayStation. I, I don't know, man. But when if anybody's doing this type of thing where you're they're making this ecosystem is ridiculous. You can't even use your own Sony earbuds that you have on it. It's Plus, you have to have the PS5. If you want to operate this whole thing, PS5, if you want earbuds, that's 200 plus this thing, that's another 200. It's like damn near $1,000 for everything total. Like this is, and I see some people hyping it up as if, yeah, oh, now we're going to, it was never good before. And the xCloud is stupid. I don't want to use that either, streaming stuff. So I don't understand why not all of a sudden people are trying to hype up a streaming thing that has no offline, no local play at all. Why? What's the point? Yeah. I I don't get it. I want to mess with it just because I'm curious, especially because I spend so much time on the treadmill. I walk at like, you know, 2.5 miles an hour on my treadmill and do like five miles a day. So I think it'd be cool to actually be able to play it on my treadmill pretty easily. You're, without... you're a content creator, so I, I get that. But you yeah. have a you have a Steam Deck, you have yeah. a Switch, you have yeah. all these other devices that are native, that but are better, <laughs> that are better, better that that do not stream. So I I, I personally think it's like. I don't see why anybody would want this unless you really don't have any of these other devices and you truly just love PlayStation so much to the point to where you're willing to stream something, which we all know it's not going to work like Sony says that it's going to work. We all know it, it might for some people, but remote play and streaming has never been the best option for games. People are trying to tell themselves that there is, and I'm sorry if I'm pissing people off in the chat, but it's never been at Stadia. We all said Stadia was trash for streaming, right? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I said Stadia was great. Yeah, we, we all said Stadia was terrible, and this thing is only online. There's no local play. It's only online. So it's very much like that. It's very much like Stadia, right, in, in, in a way. And that we all said that was terrible. So I, I, I don't, personally to me, if you've got a Steam Deck, if you've got a Switch, if you've got any one of these other portable PCs, just play that. PlayStation doesn't have so much stuff to the point to where it's worth streaming and getting a worse experience just because it's PlayStation. I don't know, man. If you can also get the the backbones, the PlayStation backbones, you can actually just still right now you can play remote play on here. So that's I've done this um, to test it. I did it for a video. This is a much cheaper option. Like I can literally play PlayStation games. That's my other thing is that it seems really weird of that. The two hundred dollar price point. I don't know. I, I just I, I can't imagine this is even going to sell two hundred uh, two hundred thousand units. It seems so niche. I see. I see it as just another controller. So the DualSense Edge actually sold pretty well for Sony at this point, like shockingly well to where it's like leading the MPDs for accessories. So in their mind, two hundred bucks. It's like with it has a screen, so it has that perceived value of it's like a tablet with controllers attached to it. I, I kind of see it as basically the thing you'll keep on the side if somebody else needs to use the tv and you want to play your ps5 you can do it uh if you do it through your wi-fi connection it'll be serviceable but it's not going to be as if you're playing the ps5 game there on it but i'm curious about uh, the the build quality and then the experience when you're actually using it if it's 
decent because i've used remote play on my phone or a tablet or even on pc because you could do that there and uh it's less than ideal <laughs> so I, I don't uh, hate it but yeah it's it's that it's I, I mean i guess i feel like i'm never gonna play a full game with this i guess it's part oh, of yeah. it yeah it's like i think i like the idea i have a lot of house parties and movie nights at my place so i like the idea that since everything's downstairs if i want to show someone something i like the idea that i could just like get out my screen and boot up my save file but even then i'd be playing it for two minutes i would not actually play it you know yeah i that's kind of the way i'm looking at it though and i've seen people mention it's like well it works for me because it's uh people use the tv and i want to still play my ps5 and yeah I, I guess that would work fine and it's just viewed to me as another controller not even a system people really want this vita 2 i just don't i just don't think there's a future for something like that with so or even i mean none of them can do it now it seems like can't have two skews or two ecosystems anymore we have one this thing so. just sounds like the wii u See, I, I, I see that. I see people mention this Wii U, but like the Wii U's idea was the dual screen setup in the living room. And this is just like the one aspect of the Wii U where you could play off screen with games. And it's so not like the made. worst aspect of it. I mean, yeah, yeah. Tag, yeah tag, the, not, the least creative aspect of it. Yeah, yet. it's not native either. So at least it's like you actually run the games and then it's like yeah. beaming it. Right. But that was one of the marketing points that Nintendo first showed off with the Wii U. It's like, oh, if someone's using the TV, you can just play this right there on the screen. Like with New Super Mario was when they first showed that. But I mean, yeah, if people want to get it, that's fine. But I'm not going to sit here and champion Always Online when we've been sitting here and shitting on Always Online for a while now. And then all of a sudden, now we don't shit on it. Oh, well, you know, now we're not going to shit on it. It's, it's good now. Like, nah, I'm good. I but for those who want it, that's cool. It's great. Get it. Bye. I think this is a thing for content creators and for dads who need to let their kids watch Coco Melon. And that's about it. <laughs> grab, you a know, screen, like, grab, grab a switch. Well, grab yeah. something else. Well, right. Yeah. There's better options. But... On my switch. I can't play Final Fantasy 16 on it. Grab a, grab a 3DS. Grab anything else that you can do. <laughs> anything but that. Uh, we're I... always online streaming. But hey, it's remote plays from your PS5 though. You don't have to go for, through a server for it. It just goes through your Wi-Fi connection. Yeah. What if somebody? What if they're playing? Or what if somebody else is on there? What if the, you want to start adding variables? What if you're? What if there's a weather? What if there's a storm? <laughs> right, yeah. Josie. What if there's a storm? What if? What if some? What if no, someone wants to watch Netflix? I have no what, intention of getting this. It's not going to work. Yeah. In my what place, if somebody? So. I'm just saying, like people are adding in variables. Let's add in some variables, right? To the all. <laughs> let's add in yeah. some variables. What if your power goes out? Oh, I guess you can't play shit now. Uh, like all that. <laughs> I. You can, I wish. Oh, sorry, you can buy the backbone. The backbone's a hundred dollars. You're already halfway there, and then you, you just have that one thing. So. Yeah. I, I feel like if you're going to do that, you're already thinking, well, I got to put my phone in there and stuff. And what if your internet service yeah. provider starts throttling you, which they do all the time? Hmm. What if they start, and it starts varying levels of quality all of a sudden, it starts going kind of beaming in and out, varying, which happens on remote play and Wi Fi. I'm just saying. Well, you can't, you, you can't do cloud streaming with it, so they don't allow it. I that. know. That's the yeah, weirdest thing. Weird. PlayStation uh, now cloud streaming. I haven't. I watched some tech breakdowns on it. I haven't done it myself, but apparently it's actually really fast and good now. So the fact that it's not allowed on this seems like such a weird misstep. I still think the weirdest part is that uh, I've been playing Sea of Stars this week. That's about to come out on PlayStation. It's such a good game that's super tiny. It's like this is the kind of stuff that should be native on the portal. Something should work natively. The fact mm. that nothing works natively, even like tiny retro bit vampire server nothing works on it it's very weird to me it probably could i mean honestly it probably could emulate let me show on how how difficult is it to emulate ps1 games right now no it's not hard at all i feel like i mean do you 
have you used any of the Android device? Anything that would use an Android like OS or anything that was doing PS1 emulation? I haven't used something like that in a while outside of a Raspberry Pi. Well, I mean, that's what a, a Retroid Pocket is a yeah, there you go. Android device. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like the, the MiU Plus, that's a very cheap device and it, it emulates PS1 games fine. I'm surprised they didn't even open it up to that where it's like, oh, yeah, you could technically play these PS1 games or something if you want since you download those to your PS5 anyway. Just something so you have access to just anything all the, just to get, add a little more value to it not even cloud streaming is weird because they're launching chronos next year that part doesn't make any sense to me I feel like you emulate something or you just do cloud streaming or just launch next year yeah i but. can't get over this bluetooth thing like if you have the backbone you can connect your bluetooth headphones to your phone like yeah you're right it's just so bizarre the, the no Bluetooth thing is is that people are really having a hard time with that. Like that is a real sticking point because it's so blatant. Because people got weird, really dope Bluetooth earbuds. People yeah. spend money on those, and then all of a sudden now you have to buy theirs. It's, it's very similar to like you have to buy their memory card. Remember like right. PSV? Yeah, you have to buy their memory. It's like that's the type of decisions that people don't like when you do proprietary type of memory or proprietary earbuds. Like that's just not good but whatever like i said whatever if people people some people will buy it they'll probably enjoy it it'll, it'll probably work well enough for some people hellman said wouldn't the project q be able to use your wi-fi as a wlan to negate the need for internet yeah it would just go through your local internet but if you were away from so this is the thing that um people are a little confused about if you are away from your house technically you can still connect through the internet to your ps5 using your your access point so you don't have to be home necessarily to use it you can leave your house with your uh with with your portal and connect from hundreds of miles away if you want and play your ps5 but i will also note something else uh if you are a physical game collector whatever's in your ps5 when you're 100 miles away is what you're playing <laughs> mm. you're you're not removing the disc and putting a new one in from miles and miles away so i just thought about that i didn't even think yeah. about it you know if yeah if you're doing physical games and not digital then you know it's another reason why i'm confused they didn't do anything with cloud streaming again it would at least get around that if you have nothing else you can do and it's like well mm. i have it uh, technically i can use their servers to play persona or whatever these games that i own something like rpg or some turn-based their latency won't matter as much yeah something like that can't even yeah. do that so hmm. it's it a little strange yes but it's we're waiting on the release date i we'll see how it sells are you are you picking this thing up sean no no okay i didn't know if you'd test it out and try it okay. no I, I don't i i have enough i have too many fucking handhelds as it is you already had kind of had that experience with the g cloud didn't you <sighs> yeah yeah, which so, I didn't. I didn't like at all. I wonder if they'll hack this thing's going to get hacked. I assume. Yeah, yeah. But what's what's it running like? Oh gosh, I I mean, I'll open it to find out. I can't imagine it's going to be much though. Sean. It'll probably be something right. very very basic. Like it's it might have a hard time with Game Boy Advance games. That's what I'll say. Jesus, <laughs> they're they're going to put minimal RAM, minimal processing power. They just need it to encode 1080p 60 frames, and that's it. So not expecting a lot i'm gonna i'm gonna buy it and review it but i i'm not expecting much i i didn't get the psvr2 and i don't regret that so i feel like i'm probably gonna buy this and i might regret it but we'll see yeah i just at this point i just view it as a controller of the screen it'll probably even be in the same section it'll be next to their dual sense oh, yeah. edge controller That'll accessories be, yeah, yeah. it'll just be sitting there so it's not really to be viewed as an extra system or anything people still want that system i just don't think 
I don't think Sony can do it. They showed they can't do it with the Vita when they when they attempted it, and then they focused on the PS4 and dropped the Vita. So it's too difficult. Not even, I mean, Nintendo isn't even doing it anymore, so I don't know why Sony would turn around and revive a whole other ecosystem to hold up. Well, that is, that's the portal. Let's talk about... Sean, do you want to talk about yeah. Denuvo, how, how Denuvo is going to war with the king of emulation. Uh, they, they, they're so terrible. They're after Sean. They, oh, they followed MVG. They're after him too. I saw it. Yeah. Well, they don't follow me. Oh, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Cause he used to be the King, but now he's the princess. Maybe they didn't, um, they didn't get the memo yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, there, it's a terrible thing that it's happening. And I hope, you know, at least it's an optional thing. I, I guess you could sort of take solace in that and just hope that, um, you know, no company decides to use it or anything, but it's definitely, it's definitely not a good thing. You're going to test that the first time we hear Denuvo's in a game. Are you going to, are you going to fire it up to see what message you get? Yes, I will. I'm curious. I don't <laughs> fucking care. What'd be crazy is if it doesn't give you a message, it lets you play the game, but it does like what Earthbound would do back in the day, or I think Metroid did it too. Maybe I remember Earthbound did it where it knew it was a pirated copy and it would just basically let you get halfway through the game and just kill you over and over again. I think it was like banjo kazooie or banjo tooie and like diddy kong racing also have some type of weird stuff yeah, like, that was that's at least that's funny one know. of the batman games stopped letting you use the grappling hook so you just not <laughs> make it anywhere awesome I, that'll be interesting because you brought up a good point sean denuvo is notorious for killing performance in pc games exactly that's that's my concern i don't give a shit you know if, if you know companies should protect their stuff I, I completely get that and i understand that that's not my problem my problem is is that it does kill performance of stuff and it's well documented and that's why people don't like it. They're also notorious yeah. for having their security broken in like three days. So yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. That's so what that I was, was going to ask. I was going to ask like they're, they're talking about this and, and they talked about it, but isn't it just going to get like, cracked and broken anyway? So it doesn't really matter. Possibly. Or? I mean, once, cause it's a ROM that's going for you. And if they just, if people get into that ROM and just bake it, think it's on what it's supposed to be on then i don't think it's going to happen so yeah like I, i'm sure that a game okay so like a game that has it let's say when it leaks online mm -hmm. i'm sure people will figure out a way to get around it but the problem is going to be is that it's still in the 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 retail copy of the game meaning that the people that are playing the game could be seeing the impact of this you know hurting the performance of the game so if anything the emulated version could be the better version yeah like like that's <laughs> fucking crazy dude i i used to hack psps a lot back in the day and some of my favorite psp games were the gta's and those run so much better hacked because when it was trying to run off a of umd or even off the original sticks it would it would actually have all sorts of crazy popping and blurring so if you actually cared about GTA, you had to hack it. I think we're going to end up having that. The the hacked Denuvo versions are better. Oh, Unfortunately, look at what MVG, MVG did with, uh, you oh, know. Cool. Yeah, you're going to. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With uh, Red Dead. He got it to 60 frames per second. Yep. yep. Yeah, will Denuvo stop that? Like, would he not be able to experiment or play around with the frame rate limiter or anything with that? Well, I mean, if it's utilized, but then, then again, we get into the conversation of, if somebody cracks it and then you get around it, now you're getting the superior experience on your PC. Like it's, it's, it's ridiculous to me. Mm. 
I, that seems like a mistake to use just the performance and the calls it makes the CPU do over and over again. I don't know. That's, I feel like we're going to hear some stories about some games yeah, coming out I, that just crush your Switch in some way because of it. I agree. Like, I don't want there to be, there's already sometimes performance issues or a lot of times performance. Like, I don't want it to be worse, but like Sean said, at least it's optional. But I mean, it's just a, Hopefully they don't use it. Like said, hopefully they don't. Use We're here about the first person, the first place to sign up. It's Game Freak. That was gonna be crazy. No, no. <laughs> Enjoy your 10 <laughs> FPS Pokemon <laughs> that you it's, need to uh, emulate to get 60 FPS. It's, it's also weird that they're coming in so late. Like it, it now they're doing it. We're in the you seventh year now. Setting it up for the next system. Is oh that, that, man, is going on here? That's... Like they're just getting things set up for the for the next one, especially if. People just gonna start like the next system comes out and maybe people don't. What if Switch the next on. system starts launching with games with Denuvo and like the the logos on the back of the box and everything? Oof, Man. that's gonna be rough. I don't need that future. Uh, someone still needs to use it. Apparently, it's fully integrated and developers can. So I have a feeling the big publishers will look into it more so than the small publishers or indie devs so right. an ea might look into it right with nba just as an example they might say well or i'm sorry uh 2k take two might look at that whereas uh, ea might look into it for fifa that sort of thing i, I could see that being a, a possibility yeah medusa so. and chat metroid prime 4 now with the nouveau 20 fps <laughs> 20 fps Man. yeah well nintendo obviously sees i mean they all, they all see the switch games being leaked out early and then emulated and played and stuff so they could control it with the nouveau even for that pre-release period and maybe that's the move i don't know like strip it out on release it's possible but we will uh we will see we'll see let's talk about you know let's get these in now starfield it's out on the well it, the previews reviews i say 31st embargo lifts the first is when early access goes live i will be playing it as soon as it comes out in early access to see what we have going on here. But you didn't I get a get... review copy there, big guy. No. So a lot of the Xbox podcast didn't get a review copy. Huh? No, we didn't get one. We didn't get one. Low man on the totem pole. Over there. Did you get a review copy? Show? Uh, I didn't ask for one. I, I, I might've gotten one. I did not get a review code for Starfield. <laughs> no. I, I might've, I might've, might've not gotten one. Well, uh, you don't know. Xbox, I see, they see my tweets and they, they like me now. <laughs> Maybe next time. Maybe next time. It's always next year. But uh, I mean, I think for early, I think they'll do like a sweep for influencers. What is going on over there? I love that that wire is probably important. <laughs> he just ripped out a wire. Just came from under the desk with another wire. It's no, like... I'm, I'm looking for. I'm looking for my um my Xbox One wired controller because I was gonna play something but did you find the wire and not the controller controller. oh it works with the series as well um but this is the wire for it but where's the controller well if it's a wired controller and the controller is not on the end of the wire (laughs) no you can uh, you can like unplug it and stuff oh it has the it's the breakaway breakaway yeah breakaway breakaway. yeah Yeah. okay where's where's the controller i mean it could have gone far right uh, okay anyway starfield 31st we'll see reviews drop a lot of a lot of people trying to predict the Metacritic score. I figured we would try to do that here tonight and see who gets closest. I guess. Let me go first because I have to pee. All right, Sean, control. hit us with it. What's your what's your Metacritic? Eighty-seven. Eighty-seven. Ooh. Okay, okay. Going with an eighty-seven. 
I'm gonna write that down right now. No here. justification. Just immediately. RTT eighty seven. Okay. Well okay. slightly under that. I'm gonna say eighty five. Eighty five for OJ okay. hit me with it. Oh go ahead, go ahead, Josie. You you go ahead, Josie. Okay, I was gonna say eighty six. Eighty six for chips. Should it be fair? I mean, I don't know if it's fair if I, I should say what the Metacritic is gonna be. I don't know if it's fair. Why is, uh, why is it not fair? <laughs> you playing the game? OJ's playing the game right now. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not playing right now, but I'm just saying, I don't know. Listen, I'll say this. I think that it's going to be anywhere between 88 and 91. That's my guess. That's like my honest guess. So that I'm just going to say That feels like a wide margin for a AAA game. <laughs> 88 and 91, it's four points. You got to pick a, pick a number, OJ. What do you got in there? What's the median? Okay, I'm just going to say 80. I'll say 88. 88? Say okay. 80, yes. What do you got, Jordan? Well, two of my other guesses were taken, so I'm going to be different. I'm going to go 83. I want to go on the other end. Oh, wow. Ooh, that, okay. Ooh. What do you got, is, Evan? And I'm excited for it. Confirmed the haters. <laughs> I'll say Jordan is ready for this game. I, th I, think, a f I think a few people are going to be pretty harsh on it. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, that's what okay. I'm trying to figure out, because I feel like there's going to be a mm. lot of emptiness, and it's going to piss off a lot of people, but there's going to be a lot of news outlets that review it that don't normally review things, and they're just going to be like, oh, my God, it's amazing. 100 out of 100, and it's, it's going to pull the score up. 85. Evan's got 85. I am going with a 91. 91. I can see it. There you go. Damn. I'm giving it the 90. I'm giving it the 90 treatment. It can, 91 it can, coming in. It can yeah, we absolutely can talk about it next week. Yeah, I, got, I wrote everyone's scores down. It yeah. can absolutely get a 91. Like oh, yeah. I, I feel that it could absolutely be that high because of its. Its highs are potentially incredibly high. Well, the, the right <laughs> people from sense. the right places yeah. doing the reviews, yeah, it could have hit that easily. Yeah, yeah but even, even like heard from people who are playing the game, it's like one or two people. So there's going to be, I mean, we're probably going to have maybe 100 reviews on this game. So who, know, who knows where that score is going to fall. But um, I, I, I think people are going to be pretty happy with this game. So I'm going with a 91 on it. Well, we can actually talk about our opinions on the game next week, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because, I, I mean, I'm playing it on, like, the first. So we'll have, six or seven hours in what's probably a 150 to 200 hour game. It's like, well, yeah, the tutorial is we'll initial good. impressions. Yeah. We'll see how long it takes to get to the, you know, off the first planet or stuff like yeah. that oh joe's you playing this game yep you already started downloading it's 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 like a week away you might start downloading it now that's true i will <laughs> no. i'll preload uh, it you got on the series you got a series s right yeah i mean i oh, cool. played on game pass yeah i want to see i want to see what the series s experience is like too so i'll let you, you know download that you can let us know we're gonna be playing it in early access on the first it's when it goes live what josie josie what'd you say your score was gonna be 85 yeah 86 Joseph's okay, got an 86 so on this one. I'm going to lower that for the Series S version. Oh, everyone gave it a... Everyone, <laughs> everyone gave no, it a great joking, score. Yeah, they're probably so. not going to send out the S version to reviewers. <laughs> <laughs> really, please play this on the X. Well, they, <laughs> we understand that they just gave out review codes and it just it does smart delivery no matter yeah. where you have it. So I'm sure people will just try it on whatever. Uh, they're they're probably point. saying, please, please don't review this on the S. They, boot, they boot it up on the S and the load screen is just like, are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, what the what the S what the S impresses though? What if that whole game is uh oh, looking, might, all right? That'd be interesting. It hmm. it, 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 I think it's probably going to be better than what people will expect on the S. Okay, the S okay. does pretty well, I think. I guess I, I don't have what... something to compare it to, but Todd Howard, uh, 
said in an interview he he's primarily played Starfield on the Xbox Series S. He said he's played it like ninety percent of the time on the S. I'm sure yeah. he has. <laughs> He's not playing it on his 4090 PC. <laughs> not at all. Freaking ultra wide projection. Right? Yeah. 120 like, I frames. I want it to look bad. Yeah, Todd saying. Howard probably has people play games for him. He's so rich. He don't even need yeah, to play he, games. He just sits play there. this for me. I'm going to sit over here. Yeah. Do the trick. Do you like this? What would like my opinion be on this? He tries to act like he's normal so much. He's so damn rich. <laughs> I in my group chat we always post the who's laughing now clip all the time the who's laughing now <laughs> let's uh let's let's talk about okay let's talk about mario the voice of mario it's hanging it up we'll kind of hanging it up charles martinet will no longer be voicing mario and a host of other nintendo characters that uh, he's known for he does technically go back to what was it Typing with Mar- Mario, typing, typing with Mario. They, they picked Super Mario 64. People were trying to correct Nintendo. They picked the game that most people know. That's why. I don't think a lot of people know typing with Mario. Uh, but they, Nintendo said in a statement, goes back as far back as Super Mario 64. Moving on now to brand new role of Mario Ambassador. So you know I'll be recording. And in fact, Mario Wonder is uh, not apparently recorded using Charles Martinet's voice. So people will, uh, I guess, find out who the new voice actor is when, or I guess are with the, the other character as well, when the credits drop. Hmm. So end of an era there, 20, what, 25, 26, 27 years, something like that. People were, uh, uh, very emotional, I guess, on Twitter and other spaces. So I saw Charles, uh, in June We'll yep. probably see him again next year. Right? We saw him too, Max. We were, I think it was yeah. me and Ryan and I were in the, the room that they had set up for guests and, and, and people who were there to do panels and stuff. And he was just kind of hanging out in there with us for a bit. He seemed very happy. So, oh, yeah. I, he, he was doing very well there. He was uh, doing his whole setup where you go up, you can get pictures with him. He signed stuff, he hand him money. And he seemed very, very happy. I'll say that. He, seemed, I think he had a line the whole time. I'm sure he did very well. And he got to use all the signage from Nintendo. Mario was up there. Luigi. all the, So people were trying to figure out if there was some weird conspiracy behind the the, the, the scenes. Or there's like this drama. No, I, 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 I think he's just like, you know what? I'm doing pretty well traveling the, the conventions, the scenes and stuff. I'm as long as I can keep using Mario, I'm good. And I guess Nintendo was fine with that. Well, he's- they... I'm sorry, go ahead, Josie. I was just going to ask, he's he's almost like 70, right? Yeah. Six, yeah. 67. 67. Yeah, yeah I mean, my guy should have retired like 10 years ago. I mean, he could have. I mean, yeah. what age do you I've, think people retire? 38? 38, apparently. 38. <laughs> yeah. 38. Yeah. <laughs> they, they did like a MTV crib style of his like tour of his like mansion a while ago, too. So he's definitely been set for decades. I'm sure. I don't know what his deal is with Nintendo if they're paying him like I don't know one percent of all Mario Wahoo sells, but he's definitely they, doing good. Every time a Wahoo just... occurs, you get fifty cents. <laughs> I mean, oh, I, yeah. think, I think of his voices and stuff, but I, I do believe that they are, there's a deal in place where he can just use the Mario oh, IP yeah. when he makes the rounds because that obviously helps him a lot to be able to put him next to Mario. And and I mean, there's signage everywhere if you go to these like too many games. He had Mario signs all over the place, and uh, it was it did very well for him. Like I said, he had lines the entire way and. I'm sure he he's, he's, made quite he's a bit always going to be seen as Mario. Like even when the new Mario comes in, 
he's always going to be seen as Mario, like, yeah. and he's always going to be able to use that. So, so yeah. I think I was of two minds when I first heard this. I was a bit sad because I don't want him to retire. I like him, but ne- the more I thought on it, the more I'm kind of like, you know, I think it's nice that he can. I feel like so many people work till they die. It's kind of nice that he is just able to step away and hang out and just wahoo when he wants to wahoo. Wahoo for yourself. No one else. Yeah. He's, he's doing the ambassador role, so there's probably going to be set up like paid events that he's going to. So like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm he going does in, a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going in like Nintendo Live, like in Seattle. So he's probably going to be there. He'll be there. I bet you'll yeah. be there. He he. When we were yeah. in that, just in that, when we were in that room for like 15 minutes, he talked about like three different places that he was going. I'm like, yeah, so, so he'll he just, be he's able just to... travel around everywhere, and he, yeah. he was he had a, like. I don't know. He had to go to like Wawa or something to get. He's just like running across the parking lot at one point. Yes, that's what I. That's why I ran into him at the store. It's really funny. Line. And I was like, "Hey, Charles met Nate." He's like, "Hello." And I was like, "Oh, it's Mario." Oh, just too. just so because people people are I think have I saw asking before online. Is like, he he just talks normal by the way? And oh, people yeah. seem to think he's running around talking like Mario all the time. Yeah, he's, he just talks normal. He has to like kick into the voice. The the person that constantly talks in character is uh is Snake. <laughs> snake yeah <laughs> bowser does too i hung out with bowser last year and me and wood beat-em-ups were hanging out with him and would film some tiktoks with him and stuff and yeah bowser's voice is pretty much just bowser so he doesn't talk much like the character doesn't but they'll like <laughs> that's pretty much just him it was a uh, end of an era like i said but it was it was it was a good time there too many games and all of that and uh he seemed like i said he seemed happy so he'll he'll make the rounds you'll see him at events he'll still do all the mario sound bites and stuff i'm sure but i i'm curious who the the new voice of mario is and if that's just their plan going forward they've found him and they're going to stick with this one person or what if they what if they went between different people for voicing mario depending on the game uh, interesting weird <laughs> I think he'd probably like oversee a lot of the voice direction and stuff, right? Is what I'm imagining his role is, or no? I don't think so. There might there might be some consulting with him, but for the most part, I think he's just like just the PR of it. Let me use Mario. Let me use the Mario uh, signage. I don't don't think he's even PR because I mean he'd be like working for Nintendo in that type of way. I think he's just as a like a what ambassador would that be? Like you just like hey, we're gonna. When we go to an event, you're going to be there and hey, it's the original voice of Mario. And like, that's yeah. about it. I don't think he's going to have any way like who gets hired or anything like that. I think that's going to be Nintendo's. I, I he's feel the like gatekeeper for to... the Wahoo. I feel, I feel like he'd have to go to like Nintendo of America and stuff to record his lines and all that, too. So he probably doesn't want to have to do all that anymore. But fair. I, I think he's uh, I think he's in a pretty good place from what I saw. So good for him. Happy for him. Yeah. 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 Yeah, he gets to travel around, do what he likes to do, make a bunch of money. <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's talk about the Series S. Actually, let me let me double check the super chats first, then we'll go to that. Let's see. We have this is from uh, back who says, "Watch this sell less than PSVR 2. Oh yeah, it's gonna. I saw I saw on uh, Twitter Matt Piscatel, the MPD group, say that he thinks this will probably sell better than the PSVR two, and in total units, I could see that just because it's 
two hundred dollars. Yeah, it's a lot. It's cheaper. One, one third the price. It's next to the controllers, so it'll. I mean, do you do you see PSVR two in any stores when you walk in? I don't. At the, at the very least, it'll confuse people who are like, "Oh, cool, a screen on my controller." That, that is a question actually in here, which we'll go over real quick because I saw that pop up. How many people for Christmas are getting this thing thinking it's a PS5 <laughs> or like a PlayStation? Right. Oh, yeah. From like the mom or the grandparents or something. They tried so hard not to abbreviate it and just call it a PSP. So it it does have that abbreviation, though. I mean, you can you can go with that if you want. It's the PSP. But I I feel like that's going to happen. I think somebody's getting this thing. Probably many people are getting this thing thinking it's a system without owning a I, PS5 at all. I don't. I don't think yeah. so. I, I think people are more and more able to Google stuff. I don't think it's going to happen that mm. much. But I just. Don't, I just don't think a lot of people are going to be buying this in general. This is from Travel saying, "What do you recommend to get back into gaming?" So if you've fallen out of gaming, how do you get back in? Find what, a game you the, like and just play. What's it. the game? What's the game you recommend to get back into gaming? I mean, it depends on what he's looking for. Because, I mean, I could say, like, mm. a fighting game. And if he hates fighting games, he's going to never want to come back. Just rem the... remember what you played before and what made you the happiest. And then try to find something that is similar to that in today's day. Tell him about the 10 terabyte hard drive, Sean. There you go. <laughs> Get a 10 terabyte hard drive. Got everything on it. You're good to go. Those those pop up and, and then fall off Amazon a lot, don't they? <laughs> Yeah, well, the two and the fours do, yeah. <laughs> Seek out one of those, because there's seems to be a lot of games on there already, apparently. Yeah, that's, I bought mine, and it says, no ROMs included, and you buy it, and it's full of ROMs. <laughs> <laughs> this is from Z, who says, I want to use PlayStation Portal to play in bed, to be honest. There you go. Use your phone. Richard says, add-on, not standalone, equals hype. Uh, this is from Joe, says, John, what are your thoughts on the the vitcher worth it you asked me about these two sean those um the glasses yeah you asked me about those i did a spot for them today in the video and i've used them most of the last week and then half of like bit of this week as well just checking them out and stuff and that it's better than like you know vr you can put the headset on and you have the screen in front of you and it kind of appears 3d this one isn't quite that it's more augmented reality to where it actually just looks like a flat screen in front of you so it doesn't try to give depth to it necessarily which to me makes it look clearer um the only thing i had to figure out was the nose pads because they give you a bunch of them so you got to try to fit it but when you get the right fitting and stuff it's pretty cool it is and the switch has like the dock battery that attaches to it and you don't need to have it plugged into the wall or anything um but the thing that i, I was surprised about with it wasn't necessarily the picture was the sound because they have like Harman speakers in it so it actually sounds really good without needing headphones hmm. um but i i i like them i will admit though i saw people mention but it is it is pr the pricing's up there so you gotta you gotta like commit or try them out ahead of time and that's tough it's like vr it's hard to explain to people what it looks like until they get it you know so that's that's the biggest thing but i think for people who don't have this comes up a lot if you don't have like a dedicated tv or it's a pretty cool thing to have to the side um, and you can see past the screen and see the stuff around you. And there's actually a button on the side that when you press it, it like basically shades everything around the, the screen and in the room. So yes. it'll, it's like turning the lights off. It's kind of, it's kind of cool. It's, it's a, it's a fun thing to check out. This is from how, yeah, I would, I would look into that Sean, if you can do a spot for him so you can check them out yourself. Yeah. I, I actually, I need to still do mine. Okay. Okay. You, you yeah. got them too, OJ. 
Yeah, I got I got them shipped in, but like okay, I need to okay. I need to nice. do the video. <laughs> they they offered them to me a while ago, and I'll be honest, I, I just didn't believe it at all. Like the the hype was too. I didn't believe it, so I saw Woods' video on it, and I went, "Oh, these do actually kind of work." When they described it, I thought there's no way those work at all. Yeah, they uh they they had messed me before about it, and then Wood was kind of sh- uh, telling me about them and all this, and I was like, "I mean, I'll check them out." So they're they're uh. They're pretty cool. Like I said, they're they're better than I was even expecting. I was like, oh, this actually season. I played Pokemon trading card game on it. It's pretty cool. And Zelda. Oh, nice. Pushing and Zelda. the limits. I played Zelda as well. Okay. I played Zelda and Pikmin. <laughs> Play some armored core on there, get some motion sickness. Right? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, yeah. Every time you dodge, you're like, oh. No, because no, because it's like a screen and you can actually turn on, they have three degrees of freedom. You turn it on, and the screen will stay put in your room as you look around. So it's basically like it is like oh. having like a TV in there. It's kind of cool. So it won't move with you when you shake your head. That's amazing, um, actually. Mm-hmm. What the hell? It's pretty cool. Yeah. This is from Juan says, I use the PlayStation app on my phone from far away. And when I need to switch a physical game, I call home and my brother usually does it. But good point. Imagine That's calling hilarious. and being like, hey, no way you do all that PlayStation. Yeah, you do that. No way you do all that bullshit, man. Yeah. Cut the cap. <laughs> people people do that bullshit. Just take something else. Lying in super chat. Lying lying ass. Head <laughs> ass liar, bro. <laughs> That's that was the thing I ran into. That's how I, I remembered that because I did remote play back in the day on the PS3 with the PSP. Same. Uh, I remember I was I wasn't at home and I tried. I was like, it's cool. I really want to play a different game. How do I do that? <laughs> I was like, oh, wait, I can't. Well, so. th- I remember back in the day, your console would not shut itself back off or mine didn't. So I remember <laughs> I used to turn mine on and I would use it as the most ridiculously expensive MP3 player. So I had CDs burned on mm-hmm. my PlayStation 3 and I'd play them through my PSP for like the hour until the battery died. And then my PS3 would be on all day. <laughs> Edison says, I can, s- I can see parents buying the portal for their kids thinking it's a device similar to the Switch. There we have Lucas says youtube.com slash dreamcast guy. Classic. Sean does it the best. Yeah. Sean does the best. Delta says if Starfield doesn't get 96 plus, then journalists <laughs> are conspiring in Starfield. I don't know what you're thinking, Max, but you're wrong. Oh my God. <laughs> it's good. We the got a super out. chat from a guy that's played it. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Elman says, uh, you're no, you know, you're old when the voice of Mario is captain Lou Abano. Hey. Oh yeah, old or seasoned? Seasoned, oh. old. I'd Bo- say both old. of those things can old. exist oh, at the same time. <laughs> uh, okay, let's uh, let's let's talk about the Xbox Series S situation because this was uh, this is there's another one that I was I was hoping MVG heard this story and thought it was like this massive deal, and I guess it kind of is, but the Xbox Series S was a hang-up for Larian Games. Larian Studios said, hey, this is uh, this is a problem for split screen. We can't get Baldur's Gate 3 to work on there for this year, so it's next year. PS5 is getting the game in, uh, what, two weeks or so? Not Less even. A week and a half. Week yeah, and a half, yeah. Right? yeah, a couple days from now, yeah. Week and a half. So on the 6th of September, Baldur's Gate 3, which is that and Zelda are the two best-rated games of the year. And... The, the Xbox was not going to get that. Apparently what happened was the CEO at Larian met with Phil during Gamescom and Phil said, okay, we will drop the parody clause or bend the parody clause for this situation. The Xbox Series S will not have split screen co-op. The Series X will. It'll also have cross save and cross progression, however, so you can technically transfer characters around and all this. 
Uh, but that's how they're getting Baldur's Gate 3 there. The Series S is missing out on a feature that the Series X will be getting. And that is interesting going forward, specifically for other games that would be going to the Series S. Well, what's fun is he kind of like backed that up by being like, well, ray tracing is not all on S either. It's like, that's not a gameplay function, sir. Right. That's uh, that's all great. Like, that's what people bought the Series S thinking is like the games would be the same across both systems. But visual differences, obviously, you're, you're buying a system that's, I mean, about half the price. You don't you're not buying it thinking 4K and ray tracing, but you buy it thinking it's the same game. I I made a video saying this is a great thing. I said this is a huge W for Xbox because the, I have seen the developers talking about the fact that it is difficult that if you make a game on Switch, you make it for Switch. If you make it for PlayStation 5, you put it on PlayStation 5. But if you make it for Xbox, it's these two different versions of the console that have very different RAM. Uh, different memory so i think this is good i think this is going to actually lead to more games coming to it faster because honestly i, I don't think it's going to be that many sacrifices I, I don't think that many people were even playing couch co-op so cut it bring the best game of the year to xbox right now this is a huge w i'm glad microsoft did it wow okay okay so you're you're good on that do you think you think microsoft's gonna allow this for other games i don't know i, I think when it's a certain amount like because at this point uh, there was a narrative, especially on Twitter, that I'm sure we saw people do it. A lot of like Sony Pony style people were saying that that essentially this is a PlayStation exclusive. The best game of the year is Baldur's Gate 3. You can only play it on the PlayStation 5 console. So I think that Microsoft realized they had to do something to get Baldur's Gate as fast as possible. I could see this happening again in the future, and I hope it does like case by case basis. But it would be nice if they're like, hey. You got to have 95% of the features, but if there's something that just doesn't work, we'd rather have the game than not have the game. Mm, okay. Well, I mean, that, here's the thing. We're, we're getting these compromises less than three years into the generation, and we, the, Microsoft expects the generation to go to 2028. God. So we still have another this? five years with the Series S. So is is this I mean, is this going to become a, a problem that continues to build over time now? Is this just like the beginning of the Series S Absolutely. showing some some struggles? I can't wait yeah, for there to yeah. be a game that's like this map doesn't work on the S so you won't have it in multiplayer. It's like, oh, oh <laughs> right. interesting. I, I don't think it'll be that dramatic. I, I think it's just going to be as games start to look better, because Phil Spencer released that statement saying they're not making an Xbox Series X Pro uh, at Gamescom. He said, uh, you know, people, as they figure out the Xbox Series X and S, they'll get better at using it. So the games will look better. We don't need to do a pro. Um, I do think that people are going to get better at better at doing the S and the features features that get cut will be very minor. I just think this is good because I, I have seen a lot of complaints like the quantum uh, error guys were talking about the fact that the Series S memory was causing them some problems. They said the game will run. The game will be the proper frame rate, but it just takes them so much more work to get it to run on the Series S. So. The memory the memory has come up a couple times. I think if they had launched the Series S with the same amount of memory or memory configuration that they kind of had set up for the X, it probably wouldn't be this like it wouldn't be this sort of issue right now but they technically have two SKUs on the market whereas sony still just has one right now so it's that's why you see so many games even run better on the ps5 because that's just like the default platform it's been mentioned many times by digital foundry and others like that's what they default to there's yep. one ps5 out there so that's what they'll develop for and then they'll port it to the x and the s and and try to get it to work there uh Which i just 
so crazy because this the the series x is stronger than the ps5 but the ps5 just keeps outperforming it since you're right it is the default yeah everything just kind of gets designed there developed there and then the series x comes along with it but uh the series s is that's gonna be interesting because people were trying to people i mean there's a lot of discussion online about it being a mistake for microsoft i don't think it's a mistake for them because they've sold them like they've sold quite a number of series s's at this point and the thing i think people are starting to figure out is that the series s is the majority of xbox series owners right now it's like i think it's like 55 or 60 percent in favor of the series s what what i'm sorry i've never heard that before what uh, I, yeah. more series s's have sold than the series x i'm legit mind blown i could have yeah. assumed everybody was going to go for the series x that's so interesting for a while Most? it was it was easier to find it too. Oh, yeah, that's that's how I got mine because I found that was like the first thing I found. And then at least for like most of my friends, I think when you're at the age of like 20 to 25 and like like a teenager, you want to get the cheapest console. And when they tell you that it can do the same thing, it's just not going to look as good, play the same games. Most of us are fine with that. I was completely fine with it. Uh, I think this is a little like... <laughs> not Back. bad but i just don't want it to have like a long lasting impact on microsoft and for them to think that like i want these developers to try and put everything on the console and i think that if like they really really can't or it's coming down the line that's fine but i just think it could set like sort of a scary precedent that they don't really have to try as hard on both consoles mm. yeah that's i get what you're saying so if they're running into a problem instead of going let's let's figure this out they yeah. go to microsoft and say let's drop this feature <laughs> right and okay. i think that could be bad especially like you said like if a majority of people are series s owners and then it's like okay well the other option you could just buy a series x but we already have a series s and so that's like more money on top of it which is the reason we didn't buy the series x so i just think it could um Mm. i'll be interested to see where they take it i just hope it doesn't become a main thing it's interesting you mentioned that like like people in like your your age group were fine with the series s as it is even if the like the visuals are a little lower just because yeah. the, the price point yeah i mean so. we're all in college nobody wants to go broke so you just save as much money as you can and if you're a gamer person you buy the cheap one that's what i did okay that's I what just, most of my I friends do I'd not even considered that. That's so, yeah. I'll be honest, without looking at the numbers, I assumed it would be like 10 to 1. I assumed that 10% of people had a Series S. So now I understand the issue a lot better of that. Yeah, Wasn't, all of a sudden they're like, yeah, we'll cut some features. People are like, no, please, my God, don't do that. Because weren't the numbers for the S even like in Japan, like that was the one that was selling the S specifically? Like no one Yeah, was I mean, really it's a small sample X. size because it's not like the Xbox does yeah. much in Japan, but you all can look at that Xboxes. and it's legit like a 60 five to to 45 percent ratio or, or 55 to 45 percent i believe there as well so it's, it's also uh, really nice that it's small like it's a good form factor especially for college i mean i've had this thing since freshman year i've taken it all over the country mm -hmm. with me so it's um it's been a pretty easy system for that kind of transition as well which even like the ps5 sucks to take anywhere no so, huge. <laughs> it you know it's just I it's it, it's shaped it. weird so it doesn't stack well it always slides around if yes. you don't have it on a stand uh, i mean sean's has survived against all odds over there uh, but <laughs> when i was moving i like floor. packed a bunch of towels around it so it didn't like go around it was it was a stressful thing you that know was, what you that do, was how Sean? you fixed the old ones what 
And Sean, I, what I want you to do is the next time you're like doing stuff with your entertainment center or anything, and you're going to take a big picture of like, you know, the, the, the layout, you just t- take your PS5, put it on its side without a stand, because I want to see what Twitter reacts to there. Okay. No, I just want to see what they, if, the, if everyone points out, it's like, what is going on there? PS5 on its side, no stand. Just like yeah. you normally have it like that. I just want to see if, the, if you get a bunch of responses and people asking you what's going on. I'll do it. I don't care. I think it, I think it'd be funny. I think it'd be troll Twitter heavily with that. Uh, so that's yeah. I, we're gonna have to watch the Series S because I actually think the Series S existing is keeping Microsoft from doing something else. Phil Spencer was making the rounds at Gamescom, answering many questions about a mid-gen refresh because the PS5 Pro is apparently gonna be a thing. Again, we need to see if this PS5 revi- if this PS5 revision gets revealed and it's coming out this holiday. I'm completely on board. The PS5 Pro is a thing because we have a remote play device and this PS5 revision that allows you to take the disk drive out or install one. All of that lines up with the reports then leading into the PS5 Pro. Phil Spencer does not think there needs to be any kind of pro system, no revision, nothing. He's on board with we got our systems. Leave it how it is. Let the let the developers and publishers work with this hardware. I am curious if any of that changes if a ps5 pro comes out right you see kofi kofi had a, a tweet where he said uh if the playstation 5 pro ends up being like really strong and really ahead and it becomes like the de facto big graphics console pusher it'd be really weird if the series x is just sitting there as the best they can do it definitely feel like they'd have to do something in response it would be weird because microsoft has always been like we don't want to we don't want to lose the with the, the hardware power competition or right? we don't we don't want to be second place on that we always want to have the strongest hardware available and the ps5 pro would definitely uh, uh kind of turn that on its side so i that's that's so weird too i think the problem microsoft runs into is they already have two SKUs. you introduce the third one and it becomes really annoying for developers or just more difficult Whereas Sony with a PS5 Pro means that they have two SKUs. They have the regular PS5, then they have the PS5 Pro. And while I did look at Immortals of Avium and go, man, I wish they had a Pro model just to just make this run well. I haven't run into any other games necessarily that made me go, we need it. We need a PS5 Pro. We need an Xbox. I don't don't know. XL. We need something new. We need something new to fix this. Immortals of Avium was the only one that gave me pause, but, uh, next year maybe maybe there are more games that who knows maybe starfield we start playing it and we're like man this would be better if it was 60 um but Deve- you- has any developer really like pushed the xbox series x to its like full potential yet i mean some stuff like uh i think gears of war one of the backwards compat pushed it up to 120 fps uh what's it called uh flight sim uh, the Forza games are all like crazy, be- beautiful and yeah. high frame rate. But yeah, third party. No, I feel like third party has uh, kind of been lacking. It, I'm thinking that- this thing doesn't need to come out for like at least a couple of years. OK, well, yeah, but then Just- if we got a couple of years in Josie, then it's like we're talking about next gen systems then because we're we'll right. like 2026 or something. And it's like, well, what's the point now? Let's just let's hold out. Uh, but true. I, I don't know. Did. Does it feel weird that we're talking about a pro system when we're still trying to get this PS5 going right now? Because 
we got what a lot of cross gen over the last couple of years and now we're just getting like spider-man 2 final Fantasy 16 came out but you know what's interesting about 16 i wouldn't be shocked if they tried to port that back to the ps4 no way I, that wouldn't shock me after what i saw with jedi survivor i'm not ruling that out <laughs> the, the only reason i don't think so is i kind of think that sony paid for I, I feel like maybe sony will pay them not to bring it to the mm. ps4 of like we're trying to put uh clive's thick beautiful chest all over the the box art of the, the yep. ps5 yeah, but so. for how long year exclusivity to the full right but but if you start if you release if they release final fantasy 16 on ps4 in 2024 that feels i don't know that feels wrong to me there's still plenty of games coming in 2020 i know <laughs> i know been calling this thing for a, a bit at 2025 for oh, ps4 yeah. finally be I retired <laughs> maybe I, oh it's so weird i mean i i just i don't even know it, it feels weird that we're not jumping in feet first because it felt like the playstation 4 uh, xbox one generation it was a rocket those consoles came out and everybody was only making games on that but i guess mm. it's because there was no backwards compatibility yeah. we're gonna put something on ps3 but we still got like releases on both though like ubisoft was doing like different games on both systems far cry it was ugly on the ps3 they still made it happen so i it's just been a weird generation and i don't know if it's because the generational leap isn't as strong as it used to be or if everything got topsy-turvy with the whole covid situation and production getting backed up and all the reselling and scalping going on or the, the difficult to find it just it does feel like this generation got set back two years maybe uh, it's I mean, right now during Gamescom, Phil Spencer says this feels like the end of the beginning. And we're now going like made yeah. it past the tutorial stage. It's been almost three years. We're three yeah. years in and now Very it's the end tutorial. of the beginning. And I feel like Sony is kind of the same way right now. They're like, all right, Spider-Man 2 is coming. We're done with these cross gen games with God of War and Gran Turismo and Horizon. We're, we're, we're on the PS5. Are they? I I feel like they sh they need to be now, but who knows, man? That PS4 is just apparently irresistible to all developers. You've got a big install base. It does, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. got a big install base. They know how to program for it because it's been around for so long. It's easy money. Maybe the PS5 Pro is the start of the generation. Oh, my oh, God. There we go. We figured it out. I don't know. I... I have not started up a PS4 in a while. Maybe I need to do that just to be reminded of what we left. And maybe that'll put the PS5 in the better perspective. Or who knows, maybe I'll just be more disappointed. <laughs> played Elden Ring at the beginning. At least it was better on PS4. Yeah, that's right. You would, If you force <laughs> yep. the PS4 version on the 5, yeah, was, the framework is better. So you know, Armored Core, same Ar way, apparently. Yep, Armored Core does that too. You play it and it uh, runs better on the PS5 as a PS4 game. Man, man uh this is uh this is a weird generation i don't know we're uh, at least we got some games coming up that are just going to be on the ps5 and the xbox series but i don't know and it's, it seems like there's a little bit of issues with adoption rates and sales with the games as well like like for example like the in japan like the, the ps5 sold less than five thousand or less, less than six thousand units for ps5 software Mm. so it's not even like there's a ton of stuff that's even selling on top of consoles it's like sony also had to drastically cut the price so they can hit their 
their forecast. I saw that they were cutting price, especially yeah. in like UK and stuff. They were they yeah. were dropping prices all over the place because the games the game prices are high in Europe. Like the price they're like a hundred bucks per like a full price game, so they Ooh. they have to offset things somehow. So I mean, if I'm a developer, yeah, I mean, I'm looking at PS4 like you know I need to still support that too, you know, just in case you don't want to. Well, did, we have we have Starfield pushing Xbox pretty heavily right now. I saw people mention and show Amazon jumped so many places for the Xbox. And I like I think the, I think Starfield is going to do some pretty big numbers when it drops. So that at least get I guess might give Microsoft a, a good kick in the back. Yeah, abso- get going, so. Absolutely. But I mean, it's just I, I don't know if I'm a developer and I have a scalable engine. I'm not just going to put it on play or just on ps5 and xbox series i'm gonna put it on both especially if it's a game where it's a gameplay like focus like mm-hmm. like you know like armor core you don't need to put that only on ps5 and xbox series why put it on every like you know that type of game it's not trying to push graphics to the to the max so to me it makes but i i get people wanting to move on though but i mean you know you got to have a solid business plan too and the adoption rate right now is good but it's not like, oh my gosh, everyone's like, they're not selling like, you know, 7 million consoles per month. They're not, they're not doing that right now. And the games aren't selling like that right now. It'll be interesting to see how Armored Core does in the charts next week in Japan. Cause that, that is legitimately a big, bigger title in Japan. It's going to, uh, it's pre-ordering well, it's pre-ordering well. So I do think that it's going to, it's going to be a solid, solid um, start at least. Best-selling Armored Core game ever. So yes, <laughs> it's again it, the bar is not very high for that. So I, I think it'll I think it'll do well there, and uh, I'm sure FromSoft will eventually uh, probably pass it off a year or two from now to Game Pass and make a bunch of money there too. So mm-hmm. so uh, they're in a good spot. In a good spot. Sean, are you doing after show tonight? Yeah, I'll do it for a little bit. There you go. Sean's going to do an after show. Well, there, we covered all of our topics, but I need to double check. We still have a few super chats to go over as we finish up here for next week when we can talk about starfield i feel like we've been talking about starfield forever and finally next week we'll at least be able to play the game uh let's see we have j2 blue says splatoon has an enjoyable and fun single player mode what is your favorite multiplayer game with a good single player mode titanfall please splatoon oops sorry halo 3 (laughs) jordan said it what'd you say josie Oh, I said Sp- probably Splatoon. Splatoon. Okay. Jordan, you said the correct answer. Thank you. Well, what did you say? I said Titanfall 2. Yeah, oh, Titanfall true, 2. Yeah. That, that, that is a that is a awesome single player mode. And it's not it's not long or anything either. And it is a it is a shame that more people have not played that single player. It is on Game Pass, though, I believe, because it's part of EA play. So if anyone has not played it and they want a good uh first person shooter single player game, check it out. I don't know the multi is multiplayer still active on that. I haven't checked in so long. Uh, only the really hyper competitive scene. One of my uh, friends plays it. He said like, you can't really like just hop into a lobby. Uh, Emperor says, "Was that number provided by Microsoft?" Microsoft does not like talking about console sales at all, but uh, there I'll say there's reason to believe just what's out there publicly that yes, the Series S is the better selling of the two right now. I do kind of think that as we go forward, Microsoft's going to do more bundles and get more stock for the Series X and it could start to even out. But yeah, there's 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 reason they can't leave the Series S right now or, or cut it down drastically in terms of features, because that's where that's where the majority of their of their sales would go te- technically. And Throne says the Series S 
is a redheaded stepchild. It can't even run UE5 without major cutbacks. It also can't hold a stable frame rate on UE5. I think that's in reference to Digital Founders video on Immortals Avium, where it's like 460p or something. That could speak more to the developer than the engine. Again, that you're right. That is Ascendant. This is their first game, technically, that they've made. I need to see more UE5 games. This is UE5.1, I think. I need to see more of those before I guess I can say, okay, yeah, these systems are they're in trouble. Uh, we'll, we'll see. Someone will use Unreal Engine 5 outside of Epic because I think Fortnite's on it. And when we see that from a studio outside of Epic, then we can make a better judgment call. But not a good outing, I'll say, for Unreal, Epic, Unreal Engine 5. I don't think one game determines <laughs> oh, yeah. determines everything, you know? And, so, the, en- yeah. and the engine's super adaptable, so you could get, like, side-scrollers and stuff on it. It doesn't really mean anything. All right. Well, like I said, we'll, we'll see. And they might even work on patching the game. Maybe it gets better over time, but... I'm, I'm not, like, a big perform- performance person, but I, I don't think I've really ever noticed any, like, major issues with any of the games I've played. Granted, I'm not playing, like, every huge game on the Xbox, but they all run fairly okay to me. I would be curious to see your take on Immortals of Avium with, with the resolution it runs on the Series S. Because okay. I, I can notice very quickly that the, there was something going on with that image, that it was soft, it was breaking up. It, it was pretty yeah. obvious. So I, I think most people notice it. Um, but although I, apparently a lot of people notice it after Digital Foundry put their video up. So. Yeah, yeah I, I watched their video and I was if, like, what's how hell? it always works? Returnal was had, fine. You, no, Returnal was fine. Yeah. And then Digital Foundry says, it's in 10. Oh my God, it's in 1080p. Oh, we were all playing Returnal and it was fine before Digital Foundry did a video I, on it. I have worried. I can't see anything now. Nate can vouch for me. I have the DirectX recording where I said, recording where I said, I think there's something wrong with the game because how soft it looks. And there you go. I, I confirmed no. the digital foundry. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I got, I'm just saying Returnal. I saw that. So <laughs> oh, no, yeah, nobody no, yeah. complained about Returnal no. until after the video. This one's much more obvious. I feel like if I put this okay. in front of most people, they would yeah. know. They'd be like, Ooh, okay. Hold on. Uh, let me, uh, let me go around here though. As we finish up, I will check Streamlabs as well. Let's start with Max. Where can everyone find you? Uh, YouTube.com slash dreamcast guy. Uh, got a big review for CS stars going up on uh, monday and then uh gonna be talking about starfield hell yeah so man, i'm ready. to find time to play i don't know i'm trying to find play that that's gonna be tough man uh josie where can everyone find you you can f- you can find me on youtube at josie well uh i make just retro reviews i had one about kirby that i just put out and then i just finally put out like the full video of my thoughts of tears of the kingdom oh um, good stuff yeah just youtube and uh Nintendo content, really. It's pretty much check, it. Check out Josie over on our channel. Oh, I'm channel almost at 8,000 subscribers. I'm like 20 wow. away. Wow. Okay, go go, go check out our channel. Subscribe yeah. to 8,000. Awesome, awesome. Wow, coming up on that 10,000 mark. Very nice. Uh, I do want to point out a few of the Streamlab messages here. This one's from AA. R7 saying greetings from Qatar. I wanted to say that the new device from PlayStation is the stupidest thing in gaming history. <laughs> <laughs> I, I use remote play for over 10 hours every week playing JRPGs on my phone or tablet. I don't see why anyone with a phone or tablet would buy this. There you go. <laughs> uh, this is from uh, Isjen who says sending support to Dreamcast guy who has the most aggressive Twitter comment section I've ever seen. Much love. 
I, I don't even read it. I can like post a pic of me and my friends hanging out and someone would be like, oh, you have friends? Do you pay them? I was hanging out with my girlfriend and someone said, he's trying to bang his sister. And she was like, what are you fucking talking about? My God. I don't even oh have my a God, sister. That's, oh, Jesus. That is, that is, that's, that's, that's savage. I just don't, don't worry, it's Twitter. Who cares? Yeah, Jordan, yeah. Where can everyone Twitter. find you, Jordan? Uh, you can find me, uh, Jordan Fringe, on YouTube. I have a bunch of content coming out, both on that, and then also I have the gaming channel. Uh, so a bunch of content prep for the rest of the year this is where you can find me. <laughs> good stuff, good stuff. Uh, OJ, where can we find you? Uh, right here on YouTube, Player Essence got some cool stuff. Monday, um, come watch me suffer. I'm playing Call of Duty Modern War Warzone. For the first oh, time ever, yeah, oh, I, I'm cool. doing for the first time. I don't play first-person shooters. I get Why you playing Warzone because I have sponsored stream. So is this what? What system is it on? It's going to be Xbox Series X, I think. I think I'm going to be. Oh, Xbox what time are you doing that? Here comes uh, the crew. Probably around maybe seven o'clock. You guys, this time East Coast, seven o'clock. It might be seven or eight o'clock. So nighttime. It'll be. My, I know my time will be like four or five o'clock. Okay. So, right. so if you guys want to roll through, come help me play. Yeah, I've never come around. I'll jump on. I've never played it like that. So, and I'm not good at shooters. So, come watch me suffer uh, on the player. <laughs> like, I don't like Call of Duty. Sean's pretty good like, at Warzone. He screams a lot. You guys can come through and help me because I have no idea what I'm doing. So, I'll be doing that on Monday as a sponsored stream. And uh, yeah, but if, my normal content is usually RPGs and Nintendo stuff. So, I'll be doing Sea of Stars um got some cool stuff lined up for that as well and um i got some cool stuff lined up for um other rpgs that are coming out like super mario rpg and all that so uh so yeah josie have you played warzone before no oh see so you should do oj and josie play warzone josie you should come time. through if you can i don't know if you're gonna be it's busy free to play to tomorrow yeah. uh monday monday i'm doing it mo monday yeah around four five o'clock maybe four or five the guy gets off of work so i gotta wait till he's ready to go but yeah if you're still playing at 8 30. <laughs> okay. When I get off work. I'll okay, cool, cool, cool. Fought, I might still fought, be playing. They have four, four people. In a By then he'll be pro. Play. It'll be great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's probably going to be a pretty long stream because the person paid me quite a bit to do it. So there it's going to be a pretty long stream. <laughs> what about Evan? Where can I find you, dude? You can find me on YouTube at Kimrix Project for tabletop type stuff. I've been getting in a lot of games for 40K, so I'll probably start more videos talking about the tactic strategies and stuff that's starting to pop up for that game in this current season. Okay. And then Sean. Uh, RGT85 after show just went up, so come over and say hi if you want. If not, fuck off. <laughs> oh, okay. Go check attitude. out Sean's channel. Is his uh, streaming channel. He's got the after show going. Thanks everyone for joining us. Be back next weekend where we can finally talk about Starfield after playing it. So exciting stuff. We'll see you guys then.